welcome to episode 47 of We Podcast and We Know Things. My name is, of course, Greg Hall, and alongside of me, as almost always, the best damn voice in the business, Samuel Matoro. No Devil May Cry announcement. I'm pissed. <laughs> uh, as you uh, know, this is E3 week. E3 literally just ended moments ago. Uh, we're recording this on Thursday, June 15th, 2017. Uh, so we really just, it's over. Whew. What a week. <laughs> it started on Saturday. Uh, we're going to bring you, how about this, ladies and gentlemen? This is your one-stop shop for your entire E3 recap. We're going to bring you every announcement from every press conference. I'm pretty sure Greg watched every video twice, if uh, not more. I've I've had a lot of content saturation over the past couple I was days. watching a trailer while we were, you know, to get ready to set up here, and he's knows the words already without even looking. So that tells me he watched quite a few times. <laughs> I've the trailer in question, we will talk about more later. I've probably watched it close to a dozen times. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Because it's so good. But anyway, we have everything e- uh, E3 covered this week. We're going to have a really big show. It's going to be super, super exciting. Uh, we're going to go through every all five major press briefings, even Devolver Digi- uh, Digi- uh, Digital um, and their, what they did at E3, which was the funniest I've ever seen. I've not told Sam about this yet, so he's going to get to hear about it firsthand. Um, we're going to bring trivia back. Uh, due to popular de- demand, it is first to 11, win by two, and our trivia champion, Sam Matoro, is going to have a chance to go 2-0. Uh, let's see if I can re- retain the belt. We'll see. <laughs> we are nothing-nothing right now. We took, what, two or three weeks off? Yeah, a couple weeks. Two or three weeks off. Um, but obviously, we're going to start off with gaming and E3 after our open here in the trivia piece. Um, our top three is, this week is going to be our top three E3 moments. And I'll tell you, Sam, it was the hardest top three I've ever had to come up with. And I mean, I couldn't imagine where you, because I know you loved everything. And even for me, I, I saw quite a few things that, that got my interest. We know that I'm not the gamer I once was, but definitely some games that I'm interested and in. And I think you'll be surprised, because to, to, to what you said earlier, I loved everything. I didn't. Uh, there, I loved what I loved. I loved this E3 was kind of lacking, l- lacking Devil May Cry. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> it definitely lacked DMC, um, but Dante was in the. I know uh, I, it was in the uh, Marvel vs. Capcom. I, I, I literally do because it's funny when I turned that on. It was literally like two seconds before they showed Dante, and I I literally had like a half chub for a half a second. Then it was immediately shot to shit. I think you no. texted me and said, like, oh, Dante, my boy. That's it. That's because that's the first thing I saw. I got excited. And yeah. then, you know, then you saw him in the beginning. And I think the end, he, he shoots somebody. Yeah. So we're going to go into our top three, three moments. I mean, we're going to start there uh, when we get, once we get into the gaming stuff. Um, we'll give our top three. And then we're going to go press conference by press conference in order with all the things that were announced for each one. We may miss one or two things. So we apologize. But we're going to have everything covered. Plus all the stuff that was announced for E3 uh, after the press conferences. Then we're going to go into tv we're going to end the night with movies um i mean not not too much on tv and movies because don't E3 have took everything e3 dominated this week so uh this is going to be a very e3 centric episode but there's a couple things i want to talk about before we even get to the trivia one of them sam and you don't have this in your rundown because i've i've updated it great <laughs> personalized license plates okay and people with them okay okay do you know how much they have to pay to get personalized? That's the problem. The fact is, well, it's not a fact. Why my, my opinion is that people with personalized license plates should, if the earth was flat, should drive off the earth. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was going to say, which license plate did you see that took you over the edge? I saw a Michigan license plate, D-A-D-D-I, 
RX something, something or other. Daddy rocks. <laughs> I love you. No, you, you, you do see some. I mean, sometimes you do see some funny ones. You know, don't get me wrong, but there are some stupidest shit ones out and there. And it was a Michigan license plate in some sob that was just like 15 years old. It said Daddy rocks. And then this morning, I see Depeche Mode, like the band, like the Depe- Depeche Mode or Depe- whatever. Remember the band? Uh, I can't remember. I'm, I'm embarrassing I, I, myself. I think you're making up words. <laughs> it was D-E-P-A-C-H-E mode. I forget. I don't know how I mean, to pronounce it. Hey, I believe, I believe it. But they were a band. Maybe they still are. I don't know. They're probably around when we were growing up. Right around yeah. The, yeah, right around those times. But um, I, th- I want to say they were the Pesh mode, but whatever. Anyway, I see this personalized license plates, and I say, what goes through your head to get a personalized license plate? What happened to the state issue? <laughs> are they not good enough for you? <laughs> like, it... Honestly, I don't give a shit. I mean, to me, Batman's already taken, so that's the only one I'd want. You're such a tool, though. You're like, oh, no. I want my car to say uh, Daddy Rocks. Like, if you didn't get that as a present from your child. What if it's, What if it uh, was from a four-year-old? It was a princess, and Daddy, here, I got you this for your 50th birthday. Yes, it was, she, he had a late child. It was an accident. <laughs> Broken if, condom. If, <laughs> if there was a 50-year-old, if there was a four-year-old that knew to get a father a license plate, that kid's a fucking genius. He's going to graduate hey. with, with a master's degree in <laughs> you, fucking... You never know. You know, uh, computer science, and it's probably going to be a rocket science uh, rocket scientist one day. Can I, can I say something real fast? N- no, you're on a podcast where you talk all day. No, you can't okay, say anything. Okay, I'll never, I won't say anything. Okay, but, so moving on. So, so, so I listened to the you know our last week's episode, and I heard that you, you that usually old text me. You no, know, well I did, but like I said, work was crazy. Yeah. So I heard that damn chair squeak crazy. <laughs> I was like, holy shit! So again, I apologize, listeners. It, it hurt me. So I'm in a new chair. So yeah, we're good. We're good. We fixed the chair situation. You won't hear him creaking around. I was listening back to it that night, and I was like, my ears were like, oh, dude, that, that's why I, I literally just wanted to say, I'm sorry, guys. So Don't in the last three weeks, we've had an episode, a 20-minute episode with audio issues. <laughs> we had an episode where you weren't on it. Yeah, thank, thanks, Don, for calling us out on yeah, that one. We had an episode that you were not on, and we had an episode where your chair squeaking crazy. This week better be clean. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping. So <laughs> what, I'm trusting your audio skills right my now. My computer's going to shit down the bed or whatever, and it's going to be... Shit down on the bed. I don't, I don't know what I meant to say there. I have no idea. I'm in a state of euphoria right now that only one can imagine uh, with my vocab. I, I, I don't know. I got nothing. I got absolutely nothing. But uh, anyway, I just wanted to go on a rant real quick about personalized license plates because y- you're embarrassing. Hey, it, it bothered you? Vent it out. You know what I mean? That's what this is for. Hey, this fun. is an audio platform on demand for folks to listen to us bitch. It's, that's why our opening should be, you know, whatever the hell we feel like talking about, that's our opening. And something just happened in the Phillies game that I want to talk about. Um, oh, no, it didn't happen. But it does bring to, to me to a point where these idiot people at baseball games in the stands that reach for the ball in the field when it's a fair ball. Uh-huh. I can't stand it. Fair ball, down the line, well, going towards the stands, and some asshole well, tries to grab for it. Well, Do you uh, not know it's I, fan interference? I will just try to, you know, just trying to be. Think of a fan. You know, it happens in the moment. The ball's coming at you. don't need to think. It's just reflex. I know. I no, it's you. not. Well, some people. Getting out of the way is reflex. I mean, well, I'm, Reach your hand down the asshole. I'm pretty sure. Who was the guy with the Cubs all them years ago? Oh, come on. Steve Bartman? We're not going to blame no, him. No, no, no. I'm just There's saying. There's a two-and-a-half-hour documentary I don't, I, I, about how it's not his fault. It's he just put up his glove. That's it. <laughs> it fell into it, dude. He. So what? They lost. 
<laughs> they had a lead. That is not Bartman's fault. Um, but that's a, he's a scapegoat. But we're in Philadelphia, right? And we're watching Phillies Red Sox. Red Sox hitter up to bat, hits a ball down the line. A Phillies fan goes to reach for it. If he catches that ball, he's ejected. That's that, not even that. But that gives Boston the advantage because they get a free base. So, but nice. they they kick you. They kick you out for yeah, that, right? Yeah. They'll I know eject if you, you kindly. They'll yeah. escort you out of the box. Kindly bar. leave. Yeah. <laughs> kindly get the fuck out. <laughs> I've already dropped two F-bombs. That's my quota yeah, for the, you're for the done. league. I'm done, so I can't do anything else. But uh, Tuesday was the Nintendo press briefing, right? So I already had that going for me because Monday night's Sony conference was uh, underwhelming to say the least. Uh, Monday Night Raw kind of sucked. The NBA Finals were, were over. Uh, the MLB draft happened, and the Phillies got who I wanted, but whatever. It was one round. So, like, my night was kind of over. I couldn't sleep at all. I fell asleep at around 10, woke up at 12.30, and stayed awake the rest of the night. Um, so I'm, I'm on Facebook. It's, like, 12.30 at night, and uh, we're into Tuesday now. So I'm perusing Facebook, and I see – a suggested page. You know how people can yeah, pay for yeah. ads, much like what we don't do, yeah. <laughs> and pay for ad space on Facebook. I'm wearing the We Podcast We Know Things official T-shirt. Hope, hope everyone can see it. Yeah, uh, but uh, so I'm perusing Facebook and I see a sponsored ad for a band that I used to listen to and still do, like pretty heavily. Uh, I would probably say once every couple days I'm listening to a couple right, tracks, so it's it's definitely still like in my regular rotation, and, and I'm perusing and. Uh, I see Daphne loves Derby and immediately I'm like, Oh my goodness. Cause I didn't, I just certain things. They don't, they don't just click or I'm sorry. They just don't click. And they came out with an EP. I think it was in late March. I want to say, um, I think it was in late March. Let me double check just real, real quick. Here. Is, it, is this an older band that you used to listen to back in the day or I'm sorry. Is this like an older band you used to listen to back in the day? Yeah, um, 2003, I believe they came out with their first record. Uh, don't quote me on that one. Um, it's it's a band that surprisingly I I I, know, I guess I just missed the boat. So well, here's the deal. If you if you've known me, you didn't you didn't miss the boat. Um, Greg, you, you listen to everyone under the sun. There's no way I could keep that. Everything under the sun. Jukebox the Ghost. Very good record, by the way. Cue the Sun. Very good song by Daphne Loves Derby. Full circle moment. I appreciate you. But uh, they had a, a record back in, I think it was 03. Closing Down the Pattern Department was uh, a song off of it that I was like super hyped on. So it got me in this band. So I'm like, whatever. I'm, I'm loving this band. And you know me in 2003. Long That's hair, <laughs> studded bra- uh, belt, pink braces, yeah. lip ring, like total emo pussy kid and now i'm same just without the lip ring <laughs> and no and the long and hair. the braces and the braces and the studded belt so i guess i'm just grown up but i still listen to all music so in 05 same band comes out with a record called on the strength of all um on the strength of all convinced so it's like holy shit i got a full release i'm happy freaking insane hammers and hearts was like this revolutionary song i'd play a little bit of it but i don't want to get sued uh with that being said just long story short, they came out with the last record they came out with was in 2007. Okay. Okay. They come out with this EP in March. I haven't heard about it. I didn't know. But this band meant so much to me through my time at LaSalle, through uh, my time at Ryan, hanging out with, with Ryan Cunningham, yeah. Ashley. Yeah. All of, so um, they dropped this EP. I comment on the Facebook status and I basically say, you know, 
This this means so much. You know what I'm gonna do, Sam? I'm gonna read. He's gonna read it. Guys. I'm gonna read the comment. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna read the comment just for everybody out there to know what I do with my time late at night on a Monday into a Tuesday. Um, let's see. Here it is. It was at 3:11 a.m. <laughs> Great. You know, no, normal time for people to be up. I should, I, only, I only wake up for work like an hour later. So. Tuesday at 3.11 a.m. Uh, Words do not do justice for the amount of appreciation I have for this EP. Please never go 10 years without Daphne Loves Derby again. On the strength was revolutionary and miniature Christmas tree, which you listened to. You may not have known it, but you listened to before this podcast. No, no. I, I, as soon as you played music, I was like, this is Daphne. He had, had a good voice. Yeah. I liked it. Uh, so it's still one of my top 10 songs. I had no idea about this EP. And then in big capital letters, thank you. Okay, and I just figured on onward and upward, go on with my day. I still didn't sleep. I go to work. I'm at work, and I get a friend request, and I'm like, I know this name. I know this name. I don't know what from. I'm yeah. not even gonna pretend that I yeah. that I had any idea. But come to th- come to do a little research, and I find out it's the bass player from Daphne Loves Derby, and I'm. I- Ecstatic. I'm ecstatic. Yeah, yeah. That's a good Don't way to put it. it. That's a good way to put it. I mean, I'm friends with the jukebox, the ghost fellows, and all that stuff, and we've met the own November probably 600 times now. Um, I mean, I have a freaking meme with Serge, Hank Mardukas. Yeah, I, so I, know, I know. So it's like at a certain age, you're you're less like nerding out and more just super like just hype for yeah. them. So I was hyped that 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 it happened. I get the friend request and then I get a message on Facebook, basically saying, "Hey, what was his name by the way?" Jason Call. I didn't really want to like. Okay. Well, actually, I kind of did because he's got a solo project, so I would have hyped it. But anyway, so I get a Facebook message from the guy. He says, basically, super nice guy, right? And he says, um, you know, I, I'm sorry for, like, the spammy kind of message here, but I used to play in the band, and I'm just trying to be kind of connect. excuse me, kind of connect with anybody that's interested still in the project. Um, I wanted to kind of let you know that I have some personal new music coming out. It's got some pre-order stuff. I got some merch, and here you go, and he gives me his, his uh, link. Which is awesome. Okay, so of yeah, course that, I support. It's awesome that he actually took the time to reach out and message you. Right, and of course I support it. So I went on. I bought all five things that he had on his on his um, on his big cartel on his Bandcamp. So I go on there, and by the way, you can get all five pieces of music from him. There's his first LP, an instrumental, the same LP but with instrumental, two Daphne Loves Derby pieces, and his. Uh, I believe it might be an EP, um, but for less than eleven bucks. Oh, can't beat that. So that's, like, that's, a, that's a steal. Instant. Now you can give him whatever because it's Bandcamp. You can up it. So I, I forget what I gave, but anyway, um, so super hyped on it. Uh, and I told him, Hey, listen, I've seen you in 2007 with this Providence. I saw you in, in 08 with my American heart. You guys meant a lot to me. Like I really appreciate it. And he said, thank you so much. Like, nice to meet you. I said, Hey, listen, I have a podcast. We have a lot of listeners. Yeah. I'll go ahead and, and I'll be more than happy to shout out, um, your page and your, and your music yeah. for you and your merch and whatever you need. Um, no problem. So, uh, Jason Call, again, is his name. He's a former bass player to Daphne Loves Derby, a fantastic band. A, you owe it to yourself to go listen to them. Um, it, and, and I'll tell you right now, it doesn't matter what record you download. It doesn't matter what song you listen to. You're going to get impact from it. It it means a lot, just the words. And, you know, it's... You know me. I'm. I have so many song lyric yeah. tattoos on my body because that's what means a lot to me is lyrics. Being a lyricist myself and a songwriter, there's your face could be next, Jason. <laughs> I don't know if it'd be his face. Probably you know something else, a little a different appendage. Um, but <clears throat> there's there's like lyrics that that stick with you forever. Yeah. You know, and there's one that says, "All I have." 
is <clears throat> I can't even. I'm, I'm getting he, a little. Yeah, he, he gets emotional, guys. <laughs> All I have is a heart that's trained to calculate my losses in the end. Okay. And that to me was like. I know that's that's a good line. It's huge to that's me, a, that's and a, that's it's a nice line. It's so everything I do just falls apart. Yeah. You know, yeah. I get a Motion City yeah. vibe from yeah. it. Actually, I get a very okay. Motion City okay. vibe from that. That's a Justin. That. That's a Justin Pierre-esque yeah. line, but it, it it's not. You yeah. know, it's DLD. Uh, but anyway. You have certain things that stick with you for a long time. The song Miniature Christmas Tree sticks with me from them because it's so freaking catchy. Yeah. Um, you know, just talking about putting your back into it. It's just a really, really fun song. So I'm more than happy to shout out. So I urge you to listen to Daphne Loves Derby, but I also urge you to listen to Jason Call, the uh, former bass player's uh, solo stuff. It's HTTP colon forward slash Jason Call Music dot big cartel dot com. So it's Jason J A S O N Call C A L L Music dot big cartel dot com. You can find merch. You can pre-order his new album that's coming out soon, and you can also go ahead and pick up the five albums that he has available for download. Um, as you can see here on my home page. I got bought them. everything. I got them all, <laughs> baby. Horrible sound from Daphne. Uh, their 2003 uh, okay. demo type of album. Right. Um, I'll, I'll check these guys out. I'll see what they're about. Mariner. And then um, there it is. It's the Peru EP. Uh, was that Disponsible? There right. you go. But more than happy to shout out Jason uh, Call, his music, and Daphne Loves Derby and just in general. That made my freaking morning. Yeah, of course. Like, absolutely. I was like, this is super cool. Uh, and then I got a, ch- a free chicken parm sandwich for lunch and watched the Nintendo briefing. That's a win-win. You're going to not tell me that's like the best day you could possibly ask for. Um, that's, that's solid, brother. So that's just a story I wanted to tell about how how cool it is that people will just reach out. Yeah. That, just say that, hi. That's, that's awesome. Yeah, and you build a relationship I mean, and you e- form something. Even when if a, if a famous person or actor, musician, whatever, even if they like the comment on Facebook or Twitter, you just get that like, ah, like, oh, cool. You, you know, he saw my you know comment or whatever. It, it's, a, it's a cool feeling. The fact that Adam Carolla has probably listened to this podcast yeah, right. is pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah, he's got enough things going on. The fact that Freddie Mitchell shouted us out. The fact that Jonathan yeah. Sheck shout us, dude, shouted dude, us out. It's awesome. It's it. it it really is. It, it feels good. Jimmy from the Wonders shouted us out. That's all. Yeah. I, that's like that is the and he, coolest. And he played Jonah Hex on yes. DC's Legend of Tomorrow. Yes, by he the does. Way, but he cool. still does, right? Well, he was only on the. I think he was the second. I think he might have been both. One or maybe the second. I also put this in the show opening because I'm pissed, and I wanted to vent. Pokemon 10k eggs, Pokemon Go yeah, 10k eggs yeah. are. are Garbage. Garbage. <laughs> Hot garbage. The, the last go one, actually, the last one I had was Chansey, so I, I Yeah, can't, I, I can't, I can't, it must I be nice. Uh, so I had three at one time. I pop all incubators on there, so we're ready to go. Pidgeys. I mean, they are not available in 10K, but what is the event we just had? Not the one we're in now. Onyx. Geodude. But, so it's rock. Yeah, yeah. So, so, no, so Onyx is 10K. Right, right, right. Um, so I get three 10K eggs, all of them hatched at the same time. I hope they're all Onyx. One... <laughs> Was a Sudowoodo. Junk. Who I already had 15 <laughs> of. Junk. The second one was a Sudowoodo. No. And the third one was a Pineco. Oh, that's so I'm cool. hyped on that one. I'm hyped on no, the Pineco. I know you did. I know you got your fortress. But I got two Sudowoodos from 10 Kegs. They shouldn't even be in eggs. It's just You're a wasted right. Pokemon. You're right. I'm pissed. You're butthurt. I'm so it. butthurt. I Except walk all this distance. You got yo. You got Pineco. You got to take the go with the bed. I got one good out of three 10 cakes. That's a bitch to go 10k. 
That it's is. a lot of driving. Lot I of mean, walking. <laughs> it's a lot of driving really, really slow. It's a lot of it's a lot of going around residential neighborhoods with your foot off the pedal. It's a lot of that, and That's I'm pissed funny. about it. Uh, and then lastly, uh, for the open, we have to talk about it because I sent you a picture this morning. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he says to me, "I'm working. I'm working my ass off this morning." And I just, you know, I look at my. Phone. I was working my ass off too. I needed yeah, to take yeah, a break. Yeah, you are. So he's in. The, you know, Greg's in the bathroom. Yes. and then he goes, "Yo." Who takes his shit, takes off their pants and shoes in a stall next to him, and just the stall next to him, just the guy with his pants on the floor, his shoes. I couldn't believe it. I never seen anything like it. So, so animals. So I'll tell you, I, I I look over. But I understand you want to be comfortable. I look over, I, but it's not that serious. Pooping is not that serious. I get it that it's a comfort thing, but it's not that serious. This is kind of personal, but kind of what I do at home. If if I'm home, you know, my home, not at work, nowhere else, I'll just take one pant leg out. That mobility. <laughs> you can't beat it. It gives Life you a wide happens. range of motion. Exactly. I understand. I understand. But, you know, for me, I go so often with my with my disease that I have, I don't You care. just wear diapers. I just, yeah, right. <laughs> I don't care. You know, I'm, I'll, I'm down to whatever. People are like, I can't poop in public restrooms. I can't poop in porta potties. I'm like, I've shit in the woods more times. You've probably shit in your house. I've watched him do it running. <laughs> that's untrue. No, that's CKY. Right? Yeah. So I was kidding. Yeah, that, that's definitely not true. But so I sent that photo, which I'll show you one more time. Yeah. <laughs> I sent it to you, to Ryan Cunningham, to Ashley, and to Pope Joy. That's awesome. Right? I got a response from all of them except for Ryan. Pope Joy's uh, <laughs> was a great response. So my, my quote was, who takes off their pants and shoes to poop? And he goes, Someone who didn't make it. <laughs> oh, that's that's actually good. And I I was I cracked up laughing. I was actually good for driving, you, Pope. I was driving home from work today. But so so you know me when I go to the bathroom. Sometimes I take a while. Uh, I like to I take in the scenery, yeah. make sure that everything's taken care of down there. Really like to be clean. Yeah, I go a lot. I'd like my my area to be nice and and, and clean. So I'm in there for a little bit. A guy leaves. I know the guy. Not dropping names or anything like that. It's not the cool thing to yeah, do. Yeah, we don't want to do that. But next guy walks in. I didn't tell you this part, did I? No, no I don't know nothing about it. Next guy walks in. And I'm like... Takes off his shirt. Hold on. <laughs> I, I wouldn't know that. <laughs> I wouldn't know that. Um, he might have. So the guy starts talking to himself. Oh, my God. And all of a sudden... What if he was on the phone, though? No, he wasn't. But all of a sudden, he starts blowing up. And he starts shaking his legs. Oh, my God. And here was the weirdest part. Tell me, started moaning. <laughs> he stood up and continued to poop. And so you could tell when someone's sitting. Like if yeah, you were to look uh, to yeah. me, you can kind of see where my leg kind of turns maybe here. He's, maybe he stood up. You to can the see wipe. the crinkles in the jeans. He could have stood the white, no? Bro, he was still going. Oh, you still heard like? Yeah, you still ah! heard it. You heard. I don't know what you were just jerking <laughs> off to, but you you heard. To you heard rumblings like I'm talking rumblings. Maybe, maybe the guy had to yo. You gotta go, brother. You gotta go. If you got, you don't stand up. How do you even get it in the toilet? Maybe at that he part? filled it and he felt something. And he was like, whoa. I hope so. <laughs> so I just think that it's because I've had conversations in the past with people about their pooping habits. So I wanted to bring it up on this podcast. I had a conversation with my buddy Ed um, at work. Sometimes people put like a piece of toilet paper in the crack in the stall so people can't look yeah, in at you. Savage. I'm not that savage. If you want to look, if you want to look at me in my most vulnerable position, have at it. Have at it. I'm 100 percent agree with you because if you do, you're the sick fuck, not me, right? And I don't care. That is three. You're right. I really got to stop myself. But that's not. That's on you. Right. That's on you to be the guy watching some other man poop, okay? You're right. So I don't care. If you want to invade my space, this is my happy time. 
This is the five minutes of my day that I get to myself. Yeah, you're okay? right. So I take that very seriously. But I have no. I throw inhibition to the wind. <laughs> That's what I do when I poop. I don't care what happens, right? So to me, you do whatever you want to do. You want to stand. You want to take off your pants or whatever. But it's a work public restroom a little much. That's but all I'll say. A little much. I, I just thought it was funny that the way he said, you like literally Greg spread his legs and just shook. It, it was funny to me. <laughs> All right, let's get into trivia, shall we? Okay, that, that was a 24-minute open. Let's get into it. <laughs> yeah, let's get into some trivia. Uh, it's 0-0, first to 11, win by two. Sam, I'm going to give you the chance to get on the board first. Uh, my question to you, my friend, and if you don't know, because it's been a couple weeks since we've done trivia, almost a month, so if we've had some new listeners that don't even know we do trivia, the way it works is I give him a question. If he knows the answer straight away, he gets one point. If he does not know the answer, he can opt for multiple choice. If he gets the multiple choice right, he gets one half of a point. So you can accumulate over time eleven points, but you gotta win by uh, gotta win by two. So it cannot be eleven to ten. Have to be eleven nine, twelve to ten, thirteen to eleven, so on and so forth. We actually went a while being tied the last time. Sam pulled it out. Um, might have been an E three question you asked me. When was the first E three? I think was yeah, the question. Was. And I think that's the one I didn't get. Yeah, I gave you some layups. Over the course of time. Hey, this it's, it's a two-way street. This one, yes, it is. You gave you know me some layups, too. This one, I think, is good. Okay. Good. In honor of the late, great Adam West. Wow, well, I have a similar question. He has a military background. What branch of the military did he serve in? That's one thing I do not know about our friend. I have to hear it. If I hear it, maybe it'll ring a bell. Well, well I mean, there's not many, so I'm going to give you the answers. Army, Navy, Air Force, and Marines. <laughs> it's nothing special. Navy. Navy? Final answer. Yeah. Congratulations, Sam. You are zero points. Thank you. Thank you. What was <laughs> it? Army. Army. Eh. Well, I, I, the only reason I went with the Navy, my dad was in, went to the Navy when he was young, so yeah, I figured Ashley's Navy. dad was in the Navy. My grandpa was in the Navy. It's a good call. No, my grandpa was in the Army. I took, I took a chance. Columbus did. Yep. Yeah. That failed. All right, I have a, just like Columbus. I have a similar Adam West question. <laughs> Obviously, we all know he was in a bunch of TV shows, you know, movies. But how many seasons did Adam West Batman series have? Started in '66. Correct. Went to movie same really, same year. By the way, you know what got him as the Batman role? What sold him on it? No, what got him the role? Someone saw him as a, in a Nesquik commercial. Really? Mm-hmm. That was going to oh, be my question. But. Oh, wow. I would have never. Should. You would have had me beat on that. Um, but I, I might have said Nesquik because I, I love Nesquik. Right. And I couldn't think of three other weird things. And I feel like you would have said Nesquik. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go to 1974-8 eight seasons. Final answer. Final answer. I don't like multiple choice. Incorrect. Okay. Do, do, but give me the choices. This won't be for any points. One, two, three, four. Four. Three. Okay. 120 episodes. That's a lot of, that's yeah, a lot of episodes in now three that's, seasons. Now, that's something. Spread I, that out. That's eight seasons. That, that's what I was going to say. I was like, I think about like three, I was like three seasons more than that. And I looked, I said 120 episodes. Okay, now it makes sense. All right, well, we're zero, zero. That's Power Rangers <laughs> level of episodes in a season. Oh, easy. Power Rangers had like 60 episodes in a season. It was so. disgusting. All right, so we're going to go straight away into our top three E3 moments. We won't bury the lead. We're going to go into each one of them, and then we'll break down the press conferences. I'm going to start with my number three. I'm telling you now, I decided to go zero Nintendo, which was the hardest thing ever, but that would have been my entire Cons- top three. Considering I remember announcements were happening, Greg's li- like actual text where I am literally crying right now. And I didn't. 
but I should have, and I wanted to. I was, I wanted to believe you. That's why I had it. Yeah, everybody that to listens out. to this podcast would know my number one. Mm-hmm. But we'll get into that. When I, we talk I would have known your number two. one and your two easy off the bat. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, but does got. one begin with a P? No. <laughs> of course, <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's the one. It's the last after that one is when you literally text me. I'm crying. So yes, you're right. So. Uh, my number three, this is from Ubisoft's conference, was the trailer. Now, it was no gameplay. It was full CG, and it's very early in development. I don't expect it before 2020, but we finally got it after 15 years was the reveal for Beyond Good and Evil 2. Sam, you just watched this trailer. This was the trailer we were alluding to earlier in the day that I saw a dozen times. What did you think of it? Okay, I number one, I never knew there was a first one. I never owned GameCube, so I never had it. So the second one, I watched trailer going in. The trailer going in, I didn't know what the hell to expect. I, I see a pig. I, I see a monkey. Then they start cursing at each other. <laughs> that's a, that's all you have to say and, about and, how and, awesome and, and, it is. No, and then I just started laughing. I'm looking. The graphics look freaking great. I was hoping for some gameplay, but like you said, it's early. But what I seen, I'm interested. It's freak, yeah. and it, it, was it was fun. Hilarious. It was fun. It was. So, uh, I didn't expect them to drop some F-bombs at E3. I was like, oh, shit. It's a press conference. Um, but they held a, there was a lot of f bombs throughout all the shocked. conferences. I was shocked. Yeah, all the conferences. I think almost every conference had an f bomb. I don't think Microsoft or Sony did, or Nintendo, obviously. But I think Ubisoft, maybe even EA, and I definitely think Bethesda did. But anyway, and I know I think Devolver Digital did. But um, f- what a fantastic trailer! Monkey in a bar with a pig uh, and a woman. Um, if if you know anything about Beyond Good and Evil, that's really all you got to know. This is a prequel to Beyond Good and Evil, um, so it's not a it's not a sequel. These are new characters. A monkey gives uh, the pig a shrine, and in return, he gets a disc. But the shrine is just chocolate, and he goes, "It's Swiss chocolate, motherfucker!" <laughs> and then escapes, and, and then everyone's out. after him, and then everybody's after him. And the pig is like, "I want every effing cop in this effing city after that effing bastard." And that was what I was yeah, quoting yeah. earlier because it's so good. And then like the monkey's escaping with this woman on a on like a uh, floating jet thing, and he's like, "Bang bang, mother effer!" <laughs> and he's like got this Australian type of accent. And you said it sounded like someone. It sounded like um, what's his name? Eggsy from yeah, Kingsman. That's right, Eggsy from Kingsman. But it's, I don't think it is. But it's such a good, solid reveal. It's exactly yeah. what we wanted. It's new characters, but the same universe. You can totally tell it's the same universe. It looks beautiful from a CG perspective. It gave us just enough to get us hyped, but not too much to say, "Oh my gosh, oh my gosh!" Like you, you gave it away, but it's not. It's not vague. I thought it was exactly perfect. Um, it got me hyped because I haven't played Beyond Good and Evil in 15 years. Yeah, you, so you I, couldn't, he couldn't even remember. Was, Yo, what was the first one? Dude, it's been too long. I dude, don't I remember. Forget. <laughs> I said it's a woman and a pig. And if they, anyone understands y'all forgetting games, it's me, brother. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I'll tell you, I'm, I am so hyped and ready for this. I don't expect it before 2020, but hell yeah, Beyond Good and Evil 2. That's a solid choice. My number three, I had no idea about this game. I went with Anthem. Anthem's solid. Originally, I thought it was just a... An Xbox exclusive because that's the, that's where the first where they put the thing. I was pissed. Incorrect. It was oh maybe I'm, I'm, I I could have sworn when I was whatever I was watching it was like the Xbox stage or something. It was on the Xbox stage, but I'll tell you in a minute. So I just thought it was there. So but thank God it is not. It is coming for PS4, PC, and, and Xbox. So that's that's great. And Switch. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you'll, Easy. You'll boy. get that Easy. a lot today. You'll get that a lot. I mean, I, I thought it was a it was a beautiful open world game. They showed some they showed some cool stuff. Yep. 
I mean, we were talking the jetpacks. It was kind of like a, an Iron Man war machine mix, but I liked it. I, I thought it was awesome. Kind of locked on like 10 enemies and blew them up with yep. missiles. Fun combat. Uh, the story, the, the dialogue felt a little bit forced because it was. It wasn't real. It was pre-scripted, but whatever. Gameplay looks awesome. Yeah, it, it smooth. Look good. This is a game I'm interested in. Beautiful world. So you watched Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo. You caught the big three pressers, yeah. but you didn't watch Ubisoft. You didn't watch Bethesda. I, you didn't watch Devolver Digital, and you didn't watch EA. Well, I did try to. I did watch one that was like everything you need to know in 15 minutes. Right. You know, but it was like a quick. So EA was actually the place where it was revealed. Okay. So that was the first conference on Saturday. Technically, E3 is not a part. I'm sorry, EA is not a part of E3. They do their own thing, but it's the day before E3 starts. So technically, it is, and but literally, yeah. it's not. Yeah. Blah blah blah. They actually showed this game or teased this game during their press conference and said tomorrow during Xboxes you'll get more. Yeah. So the first gameplay was on Sunday on Microsoft, but the actual reveal trailer or reveal teaser was Saturday for E3. Thank God. Now, do you know who... I'll, I'll, give, you the, I'll give you the name. So BioWare is the yeah, team making this game. BioWare is the team making this game. Do you have any idea... Well, you're not an Xbox guy. Hey, do you have know. any idea the game that BioWare is famous, like crazy famous Fears of War? No, that is the Coalition and Epic Games. Uh, no, uh, Mass Effect. Yeah, BioWare made Mass Africa. Effect... Um, I think they do Dragon Age as well. I'm, I think they do. Don't quote me. Um, so awesome. Great game. Gameplay looks great. Yeah, it looks be- solid. Be- world looks beautiful. I'm hyped as hell on it. My number two, just because it's been so damn long, um, and I'm such a huge fan of this game series, is Crackdown 3. It's got a kind of a new look. It had a new trailer. It's featuring Terry Crews, of all people. The old Spice guy, the, hambo- oh, yeah, the hamburger yeah, 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 guy from yeah, yeah. Longest Yard. Yeah. So he's in it, Mr. Muscles or whatever. So he's an actual in the agency in Crackdown, and he's, like, talking to you, breaking the fourth wall for the trailer. And then you come to find out he's a playable character in the game. That's cool. It's cool. I, it's not real. I don't like the reality in my video games. Terry so Crews the man, that's it. I just don't want to. I'm, I'm not going to be playing as him. I'll pick a different character. I'll customize my own, whatever, whatever option I get. But they showed a new trailer. They actually showed a lot of actual gameplay. It's, it's close enough to what Crackdown was that made it so great, but different enough to make it its own Crackdown game. I feel like it's going to disappoint. I really do. But I'm a fan. And I think the new art style... It's not a revamped art style. It's just a little touch something. here. It's a little touch. It looks just like Crackdown, but there's something about it that makes it a little bit more cartoonish. But it is releasing the same day as Xbox One X. Hint, hint. Uh, <laughs> Project Scorpio, we'll call it for now, since we haven't unveiled it yet. But uh, I'm hyped because I, I'm finally getting Crackdown again. Yeah. It's been three years since that game got freaking announced. It's all. It's just funny hearing your top three. Knowing I know what really is your. It's just funny. I have a precursor at the end of my top. I'm I'm sure you do. My number two. Well, technically, it's two games, but Nintendo's coming out with two Metroid games. Yeah, that's awesome, and I'm so glad it's on your top three. It's so cool to hear. I mean, yeah, I won't be able to play it on Switch because I I don't own one. But but you could picking up the 3DS. By the time that game comes out, you'll probably have a Switch. Yeah, you do. You never know. Hold on. No, no, I'll save it. I'll save it. Good. I'll save it for the Nintendo. I just thought it was hype that they're coming out with 3DS and Xbox Switch. Xbox <laughs> Switch. Jesus Christ. We're going to go now. I'm all ganged <laughs> out. <laughs> uh, it's 
great, though. So they have Metroid Prime 4 was a huge, huge uh, announcement from Nintendo during their digital event, uh, their showcase, if you will. All that we got was a logo and some noise. There was no gameplay, no nothing, no no, no release date. Yeah, no, literally nothing. No developer, <laughs> nothing. It's just an in-development for Nintendo Switch, and Metroid Prime 4, uh, which is fine. Yeah, it's, been, it's been a while. Reggie fils the the, like the president of Nintendo of America, came out and actually explained why. He said, usually we, we are very strategic with how we announce games. You saw that with Super Mario Odyssey, but the fans want it. We know you want it, so we wanted to at least give you something to, to let you know, hey, it's coming. And that's fine with me, because yeah. I trust Nintendo. Nintendo is yeah. not a third-party developer. They're Nintendo. They will make good. sure there's enough copies for everybody, we will g- just like their game system. We will get we will get the my game. My eyes rolled into my brain. Eventually, we will get that game. And the 2D Metroid they announced on 3DS, Samus Returns, a remake of Metroid 2 from the Game Boy Color, or maybe even just Game Boy, I think Game Boy Color, is happening in freaking September. Yeah, that's that's quick. That's awesome. And you have a 3DS. What are, I don't what are, I don't, 40 bucks? 40 bucks. Okay, that, that's not bad. That's yeah. not bad. He ain't buying it. You never know. Yeah. We'll see. It's his number two and he's not going to buy it. We'll see. How's your New Year's resolution going? Solid. Yeah? How many games Real did you play solid. this year? <laughs> you played Legends out of Breath of the Wild at my house. Mario Kart. Mario Kart at my house. Snipper uh, Clips at my house. Red, Red Dead Redemption. At Toby's. I'll give you that. Um, Dynasty Warriors for the for the phone. Pokemon Go for the phone. Add them up, brother. <laughs> Six. So you've had my Uncharted Woo! for eight months. Craig, I told you I traded that in. You got it. Holy God! You did not bring it back yet. I want it back. I don't think he believes me. I don't know what else to do. I don't know. You so can, you can bring it. What back. What is your number one? I, I want friend. it back. Okay. <laughs> my Maybe number. The next life. My number one, and this is probably going to get flack, but my number one was all the Spider-Man gameplay that we got on Sony stage. I was so impressed by A, the open world, B, just the flat sheer look of it, C, the, uh, it's Arkham. It's Arkham, but it's with Spider-Man. Rob, it would have been on my list. I knew it was on Greg's. Continue, Greg. Bullshit. No, trust me. I saw Um, saw it on your list. Thank you. Next. Keep going. You're sold. It's okay. Keep going, bro. I just had my boy loves, Rob is a Spider-Man. Like, I love Batman. He's a Spider-Man fanatic. We talked about the game yesterday. Continue so a lot of people are upset that there's a lot of quick time events towards the end. Uh, I I firmly believe, and I, I do firmly believe when they say that this is just a snippet of what you're going to get. It is not all QTEs. You will get actual gameplay. We saw a lot of stealth from Spider-Man, which was a little different than you're used to seeing from Spider-Man. I liked it. But I liked it. It's a different take. If you give me Batman Arkham City with a Spider-Man skin... I'm fine with that. That's awesome. That game kicks ass. How could you not want that? I mean, it between between the graphics, it looked absolutely beautiful. Him, his web slinging looked awesome. His shooters, when he's wrapping people up, it looked awesome. And his fighting style, like you said. So he's not killing. Arkham Knight. He's not killing. And second thing is they have made a promise that says when he swings, his web will attach to something. It's not going to just shoot in the air and make it look like you're just swinging to a freaking cloud. It's going to be something there. So that gives good, me a lot of good. hope. And, and to have like that, the Batman fighting style, yeah, you can't go wrong. I love games with verticality. That's what I loved about Titanfall. That's what I loved about Crackdown going vertical uh, with with verticality. That's what I love about Spider Man. It's verticality. And, and you watch till, running left to yeah, right. And you watch till the end. Of course, I watch till the end. So you got Miles uh, Morales. Rod Morales. I would. I don't know. But I, I, you didn't need it. Like, I didn't need it, dude. They ended the conference with that. Yeah, like if anything that. Like that was like my me booing. Like no, we don't need him. Like nah, we, Peter Parker is our goddamn Spider Man. If yeah. you want a Morales game, make another one. 
that's probably what they're hitting at is the. Uh, I mean, Robert talking like, why would you put Morales at the end? Like, what, the, what kind of closer is that? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe because the next one's going to be out in probably six, seven years if they decide to go that way. And by that time, Morales is probably going to be the, the main Spider-Man. Who knows? Yeah. But I'm hyped to shit on that. What's your numero well, uno? No surprise. It's God of War. It's God of War. I mean, we got more gameplay. That's all I want. I wanted to see a little bit of more or a little bit more. We're both tongue-tied. Yeah, it's been a long week. It's, it really has. It really has. Um, E3 has drained us, and we're not even in L.A. I mean, I do miss his, like, his chains. By the, I, that doesn't mean you're not going to get them. I, I know, but it is. But I, you know, you're right. Um, I did like his battle axes. I thought they were pretty badass. And there's something we said in the beginning where at the end of the one trail, you just see, like, this big face and eye open up. And I was like, oh, shit, I'm ready. Big-ass serpent. And that's cool. And he's with his son the whole time, so he's teaching his son the ways. And it is a different take on Kratos. It's yeah. an old Kratos, a bearded Kratos, a heel Kratos. Uh, bearded up and, and old and ready to pass the torch, theoretically and literally, I guess, to his son. We're going to see uh, they, they brought a new camera perspective. So now the camera is over the shoulder like Resident yeah. Evil 4. So we get a whole – you're going to see things from Kratos' perspective. That's better than – like I, I prefer that over-the-top-down kind of style no. from the other God of War games. I'm ready for this game to be a completely different take on the, on the I, I mean, uh, franchise. I mean, yeah, I was hoping for you know a late 2017 release. I was hoping to have it for Christmas, something like that. But they said early 2018, so probably February, March most likely. So disclaimer. My numbers three, two, and one would have been all Nintendo. Yep. So I decided to, on my top three, give you my my top three that are not Nintendo. Just know that when we get to the Nintendo conference, and we're doing that conference last because it was the last conference to go, that I'm probably going to have a raging one the entire conversation. If you get poked in the leg. Well, let me go back a little bit. I apologize. (laughs) So let's get into the conferences. Saturday, E3. Meh. So Madden 18 gets a story mode. I think it's called the long shot. And see, I, I, for some reason, I always thought they had a story mode. It's been years since I bought a Madden, but goes to show what I know. Uh, FIFA's had a story mode. That's so for probably where year. I was at. So FIFA's in its second year. That also got a continuing story mode, so that's returning. Um, NBA Live is getting new, a new control scheme. So they went heavy on sports, as they always do. They even led with the sports this time. It was a bunch of dudes in Brady jerseys playing in a drum line, and then they introduced Madden 18 with story mode. And you're a young quarterback who's coming up through the system, and you get drafted or whatever. And like, there's a real celebrity is your dad. I forget who it is. Who cares? Madden with a story awesome but for me if i can't customize my character to look the way i want it to look i'm, I'm yeah. out of it and from my understanding you can't do that in fifa with alex hunter and you can't do this in madden so if you're not going to get me customizable that i can make it look like you're, you're not interested i'm not interested yeah, I'll, I'll play that makes sense I'm, I'm probably going to buy it i'm probably going to play it but i'm not going to feel as immersed because yeah, i'm not yeah, me yeah, i'm another you. character yeah. uh, then they went into need for speed payback aka fast and the furious and it was bad it was bad. So they showed gameplay, but they showed gameplay that was so scripted. It wasn't real. It was so not authentic where the line sounded like there was somebody in the backstage talking to a microphone like this. Get the payload. There's a truck. Let me jump on hope, the truck. I hope there was. And it was so bad. You're a guy and a gal in a car. You're chasing down this big tanker. Girl gets out going 100 miles an hour. She's without holding on anything. She's just hanging out your car. She then goes onto your hood, not hanging on to nothing, it's, not grabbing off. It's, it's Fast and the Furious shit, Greg. You don't jumps, know about this life? Jumps on to the, to the tanker, goes into the car, and then busts out the back on some big-ass Porsche or whatever, Lambo, whatever the case may have been. And then they drive away through the cops and boom, need for speed payback. 
I don't need a Fast and the Furious game. If I want to, I'll go to Nishamani to play the one that you can put a quarter in, boom, and do that. I don't I've need been it. over Need for Speed since the second one. I Dude, believe for PS2. <laughs> Need for Speed Most Wanted was the last one I played, and that was just because it like had Japanese cars in it, and you know that's what my favorite thing is, is that initial D style. Um, then we had Battlefield 1. Solid game, good community. I don't necessarily play it. I'm kind of over the first-person shooter for the most part, but they had In the Name of the Czar DLC. The cool thing about this is, I believe it's coming out this year, but it's a female lead, which is something we're seeing a lot more of in gaming now, is the, is the female oh, lead from uh, the new reboot to um, uh, Tomb, Raider, Tomb Raider to yeah. Horizon Zero Dawn, excuse me, to this. In Call of Duty, you can pick a female. Oh, right. I didn't yeah, even know and, that. And even in Pokemon, you can pick a female. Um, a lot of in, – in Anthem, we saw a female. Um, in Mass Effect, you can pick a female. So there's a lot of different uh, – and Gears of War 4 has a lot of female-heavy uh, characters. So we – we have a lot of that, and that's awesome. Oh, Battlefield or Battlefront 2, Star Wars Battlefront 2, the main character is a female. Oh, Crater's got a sex change. Duh. <laughs> so it's just – it was neat to be able to see that. I like the idea of the czar. Yeah. Um, so it was cool to see that, and it's like a frozen tundra, Russia-type deal. Going to be fun. I don't play the game. I don't own the game, so this isn't something I'm going to be picking up. But good for the Battlefield fans – or Battlefront fan. oh, Battlefield, I'm sorry – Fans that they're going to be getting something that they've been that they've been wanting as additional content for that game to keep them rolling. So good for them. The thing I want to spend the most time on for this conference is A Way Out. A Way Out is a game. There's a game on Xbox 360 called Brothers: A Tale of Two Sons. Okay. This game was so unique because you played as two brothers trying to get basically a platformer, 3D platformer, or what have you. But it was really engrossing story. You controlled one brother with one analog stick and the other brother with the other one. So you're okay. controlling two humans at once with one controller. That's it's, different. It's That's crazy. Different. It was unique as yeah. all hell. That developer is coming out with a new game called A Way Out. He showed it on E3 uh, stage. I am surprised this is not in my top three. It will be an honorable mention um, just because there were so many freaking announcements. The top three is difficult. So the way this game works is it is only co-op. You cannot play it single player. Well, it's, that's good and bad. It's, it's different. Yeah, it's good and bad. So you can play it local on your couch, which is preferred. They want people to get together course, and play together. Course. That's awesome. Or you, you can play you online. You can play it online. So it's the game is always split screen, no matter what. Okay. You're two, you're two prison, uh, you're two characters in prison. Okay, one, I don't know, Lenny and, I don't know, no. Tony, yeah, whatever. I don't know their names. So you play as one or the other the entire time. So I'll be Lenny, yeah, you'll, you'll be Mo. Okay. Yeah, Curly's on the other side, and gotcha. Shemp is is the forgotten. And there's, there's someone else too. I forget his name. But Larry, Curly, Mo, and Shemp. They're the four. I think there's one. There's another guy. I think there might have been another. I don't forget. Think but there was there, was, there was like a, there was a substitute. But go anyway, anyway. Anyway. So you're these two characters trying to break out of prison, but from their own different perspectives. So at any point in the story, while your story is the same. What's happening is different. So I could be talking to a guard, distracting him while well, you're, you're yeah, doing something I gotcha, else I gotcha. to progress the story. And they're not really friends. They just have the same kind of goal yeah. at the end of the day oh, to get, get out. out. Yeah. So uh, it's it's a really unique take where I could be, like I said, distracting a guard, but you could be hopping into a laundry cart. And then you'll get pushed out and then you'll break me free. Yeah, okay. like little things like yeah. that. But the game, the difference in the game is let's say you're at a cutscene. And I'm not. When you're in a cutscene, I'm still playing. Okay. So while you're watching something, I'm doing something. Yeah. And if I go into the background of your shot, you see me. It's crazy. Yeah, that, that's that's cool. But then the screen shifts 
the split screen to like 75% you so you can see it while I'm just on the other side about 25% of the screen doing my little thing and then it'll shift back to 50-50 down the middle. That's it is different. That's so, different. That's it different. is so unique, so different. I'm so hyped. The only problem is I have no fucking friends. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'll play with you, buddy. Yeah, okay. You really are? Hey, Don't I'm, get my hopes up. I'm spending the money on the game if you're going to play it. I mean, I, I'm not, I, there's no way I can, you know, give you hours on end, but I'll, I will play with you. You give yes, me 20 no minutes? It's cool. minutes? No, I'm really excited. <laughs> no, for it. it's, 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 it's interesting. And the developer on stage talking about it was so passionate. He was like, I'll tell you right now, kicks ass. That's cool. <laughs> it, was That's aw- cool. it was awesome. <laughs> it was so cool to have. Uh, then we showed, they showed Anthem, the, the yep. game we talked about, new Bioware EP. Uh, EP. Badass. How about IP? Um, <laughs> EP's music. I'm excited. Uh, and then they said, let's sh- we'll talk more and show more at Microsoft's conference. So great. We got that. And then uh, the final thing they did was 30 plus minutes of Battlefront 2, both single player a little bit, but mostly multiplayer. They've made the changes they need to make. It looks really, really good. Darth Maul's a freaking hero. You go around, he... He killed That's awesome. everyone as he should. As he should, he's Darth definitely the shit. he's probably my favorite Star Wars character That's of all time. Probably the only good part about that movie. Oh yeah, definitely <laughs> the only good part about that movie. Metaclorians, anyone? Uh, but super good. It's just Battlefront yeah. Two. It's everything that it, they say. This game is going to be three times the size of the original, aka what the original should have been. The original is a little rushed, a little bare. Oh, they, 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 money talks, brother. Yeah, but this is going to be a game that they say spans all three Star Wars eras, so this is going to be great. The prequels, uh, it's, it's impressive. Yeah, the prequels, the main three, the original trilogy, and the future. I'm really excited. Yeah, I'll, about I'll, I'll it. be getting this for the computer. It'll be day one for me. I think I went Xbox with the original. I, I do I, prefer playing multiplayer games on Xbox. And, well, see, and, and that's why everyone plays on the computer. And I use my PlayStation controller, so it works out for me. Yeah, for me, my single player experiences are for Nintendo. Me? For uh, our, our damn it, our Nintendo and Sony, my multiplayer experiences are generally on yeah. on uh, Xbox. So we go we go to Microsoft's conference, which was Sunday, the first conference of the day. Um, it was five o'clock Eastern time. <clears throat> um, I got home with a load of chicken parm, and uh, and and I was happy as a clam. So I'm watching it, and to me, to sum it up in three words, it was quantity over quality. Uh, they showed a ton. They showed 42 games, 22 of which exclusive to the Xbox console or, or win, and or Windows 10. But just because they showed a lot does not necessarily mean that it was impactful. So they unveiled Project Scorpio as Xbox One X. They did not give a price or a release date till later, but we'll spoil it. I was right. $500,000. <laughs> I was right. It's going to be a four ninety nine price tag not coming out November 7th. Now, okay. Me, when you say a price that's four ninety nine, first thing I think you tax, paid two six hundred dollar PS threes. I want no, no nothing from actually me. one, and then I bought the other off Nick. So the other one, you spent almost a thousand dollars on PS three. No six, I bought this second one for a hundred. I hundred dollar bill. I remember giving to Nick. Still seven hundred dollars. But okay, but Xbox One X, whatever five hundred five hundred plus tax, right? Boom. I saw. Oh, just listen. Go ahead, go ahead, just go listen. You need an extra paddle because you can't just have one paddle. You sure you can. I still have one. No, but I know people. We're savages. Games. Yep. One or two. There's another There's another 120, 130. You want that Xbox $40 warranty for two years? You're damn right. So guess what? You're still going to be spending $700 plus for this. Right. System. And when you spent your $600, you add all the same stuff, you're at eight. Yeah. But I traded in my shit, and half of it was a birthday gift. And so. I don't trade in <laughs> hardware, number one. And number two, I'm going to Delaware. Screw sales tax. Oh, and frigga warranty. How about that? 
If you fall out of that chair, don't spit up in the air, my friend. You almost fell out of the chair. If that system goes down, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have, have to be the one to go on the podcast and say, "My friend, don't fucked up." <laughs> I've never bought a warranty for anything that's not my cell phone or my television, and I won't for my Xbox One X. You want to know why? Because I'm not getting one. It's coming out November seventh. <laughs> How about this? Xbox One X, $500. So I will bet you $500 that I don't get one. No, thank you. <laughs> no, I was literally talking about this guy, Joe, at work. He's a government guy. He's like, what's the point of getting it? Why are you going to drop all that money? Just build a computer. And I was like, yeah, that's what I did. There's there's a oh, couple reasons. Did. There's a couple reasons. The Xbox One store and, um, quite frankly, to, have the be, to be able to play those type of quality games on console is nice because you can take the console kind of anywhere and, and do that native 4K gaming and having it be your all-in-one with your Netflix and your Hulu and your Twitch and your YouTube app all right there. And it, there's definite advantages to it. But for me, they cut the Xbox One S price in half, that beautiful slim model. Mm-hmm. Um, they cut that in half to 200 this week and normally 250 So that's half the price of the X. Dude, it does 4K Blu-ray. It does HDR, and, so, and that's what and that's literally what Joe said. He goes, "Why are you gonna buy that? Buy the one two hundred? Because this one now has native 4K gaming, so that's the big thing. I don't necessarily need it if the games I'm gonna play are as beautiful as they are. I, 1080p is fine with me. Yeah, I'm I'm okay with that. I don't own a 4K TV. Yeah, I don't plan on ever buying one. To be yeah. honest, I'm fine. I am fine with 1080. Now they did say that all your Xbox One content will be uh, available for the Xbox One X. It'll play fine. And it'll even kind of look better. If I had Xbox, that would have been on my top three. Now, the specs are definitely there. It is a powerful machine. It is the most powerful console ever. But to me, it's not worth it. I know someone who is picking it up, and I know somebody who has an S. He's going to be upgrading from his S to to the X. So guess who's getting his S? This guy. You? So I don't even need it. Okay. Hence why I'm not buying one. So I am – I'm more than happy with with, – the, the announcement, I'm fine with the price point because it's not going to be in yeah, my market. Yeah. I'm not going to be buying that console. Yeah. I don't give shit. Microsoft, fine. They said it was a premium console for the premium gamer, not a casual thing. Completely fine. Moving on to the games. Forza 7, we saw it coming. They do it every freaking year. One year it's Forza Horizon. The other year it's Forza Motorsport. This is Forza Motorsport 7. Of course it looks gorgeous. Everyone looks gorgeous. <laughs> it, it just, Of course it looks gorgeous, but it's just another <laughs> racing game. I have no interest. Yeah. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm not going to get Xbox, but so I, I ain't getting it. I tweeted out uh, as the game was being shown. I said, okay, now Forza's done. We can get on to the real, the real conference. And it's just like, I got a couple of likes on it. And it's just like, you're right. They know. They, they Forza's know. a niche game, but it, of course it looks beautiful. But I, I don't, I don't they care. They get the same. They, they probably sell the same number of games they do every damn year. And it's the same thing as, as the EA with the sports stuff. Yeah. I play a lot of sports games, but I don't care as much. By the way, screw you, EA, for not having NHL on your stage. You didn't even show it once. Ooh. No NHL. You got NBA. ML, That's a hurt piece. Yeah, you got MA, NHL, uh, Madden, and FIFA, but no NHL. That's effed up. Yeah, that is. Uh, up. That sucks. Uh, then they went and showed off an actual brand new Porsche 911, blah, blah, blah. Didn't care because all it did was make me want the damn car. <laughs> we don't look at that kind of stuff. $500,000 car. Thank you very much. No, thank you. Now, games, games, games. What Microsoft did for the next 70 minutes of this conference, they just went trailer, 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 gameplay, trailer, gameplay, trailer, trailer, gameplay, yep. gameplay, trailer, and they threw everything at you, which is why I say quantity over quality because I don't know if it yeah. had the quality. So we're going to go through the games. The first one, Definitely did have the quality. Metro Exodus has been revealed. It's going to be on multi-platform. It's not an Xbox exclusive. But oh my god. Think Anthem mixed with Bioshock mixed with uh, Doom. 
It was a b- okay. beautiful game. Really freaky enemies. Really wonderful kind of uh, uh, shooting mechanics. It looks really good. I'm 100% in on this game. I've never played a Metro game besides Last Light, and that game was yeah, I don't think I played one either. Very good. Think you know what it, I can kind of equate it for you mm-hmm. is Resistance. Okay, I like I liked all three of the it's Resistance. It's kind of like Resistance. It's not okay. a one to one. Kind of like it. Holy crap! Is it gorgeous? I think it may be. From a first-person shooter perspective, it might be the most gorgeous yeah. sh- trailer I've ever seen. Uh, and there works. was a lot of in-game in there. So um, I don't know if it was in-engine, if it was kind of tacked up to be CG, but holy crap, super impressive. Then they went into a full reveal of Assassin's Creed Origins. We got that it's actually the name. We got that it is in Egypt. We got all that cool stuff. Then they did a bunch of gameplay where it looks like Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. That's just what it looks yeah. like. Um, but people are hyped on it. I think the year off for Assassin's Creed really did a lot of people good um, to get Kind of the juices flown for an Assassin's Creed game. I mean, it's game you're back. off. They threw a movie at you, so it's not like you this were without true. it. This is true. That's know? a good point. You know? That's a really good point. In their off year for a game, they threw out a movie, which was a stinker, but still. <laughs> uh, th- then they said Players Unknown Battlegrounds, which is a very popular PC game, um, will be coming exclusively to Xbox One this year. It used to only be available on PC. Now it's coming to Xbox One, not PS4. So that's a big win for them because yeah. there's 3 million active gamers in that community. Oh, I'm sure, and they probably paid a nice chunk for it. Then they came out with uh, some man came out and started screaming on stage uh, some play by play for the Darwin Project. I don't know why they did this because the Darwin Project is so similar to what Player Unknown Battlegrounds is, which is like a there's a kingpin you got to take him out battle royal type of thing. Think Hunger Games. Okay, that's the closest thing I can tell okay. you what these games are like. But Darwin Project is like the same freaking yeah. thing. So I don't know why they did it, but whatever. They have revealed the Darwin Project. Then they went to Deep Rock Galactic, which is. Gnomes in space doing Minecraft. That's the best way I can explain it. Wow. That's the best way I can explain it. So your statement of what? Quantity over quality? (laughs) That comes into play. Uh, State of Decay 2 was then revealed. State of Decay, huge Xbox One exclusive. But it's just another zombie game. And the yeah, sequel I'm, did nothing special. I'm getting, I'm getting over zombies. Zombies are so yeah. fatigued for yeah. me right now. Um, they have been for a while. And this well, was... We only got, what, eight seasons of Walking Dead, Fear of Walking Dead, and every other crap that came and, out? Yeah, and Days between. Gone, and, and uh, Dead Rising, and all the movies that come out. Uh, TV shows, so much shit. There's so much zombie that I'm zombied out. However... If Left 4 Dead 3 ever gets announced, I'm right back in. But uh, <laughs> 2, it does kind of look exactly like the original, which is fine. doesn't need to have a crazy graphical fidelity upgrade or anything. If, as long as the core mechanics are there, I'm happy. But not a game for me. Minecraft Super Duper Pack will be coming in 4K. This was kind of like weird because you've seen my, Minecraft. Yeah, yeah. It does not look beautiful. Yeah, it's... Yeah. My, my, Minecraft is it's not my type of game. If I were to play Minecraft, it would be on Switch because of all the Mario stuff you can get. Yeah, but, you said that last pie. But I'm still yeah. not going to ever yeah, play Minecraft. I would, I don't, even if you said, Sam, here's Minecraft for free. Like, ah, no thanks. So get, give it to someone else who would appreciate it more. I'm no, tw- I, I wouldn't. I'm 29, not 9. <laughs> I'm not going to be playing Minecraft yeah, anytime soon. Definitely. Says the guy who still plays Super Mario Bros. <laughs> uh, then a very awesome game was uh, revealed. Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Did yeah. not expect this yeah. one. I had no this idea. Was, this was no quality, idea. Sam. This I, was quality. I had no idea. As long as they show me all the characters, you know, it, they, there's no way that they don't give you all the characters like before. Four, but the gameplay looked awesome. It looked beautiful. I mean, cell shaded almost kind of. It wasn't like the 3D models no. from Budokai and Tenkaichi. I mean, and I like them. I like yeah. Budokai and Tenkaichi, but this it looks different. It looked everything's just like like the HD, like pow. You know, 
I'm going to get it. It's got that nice cell shade. It almost feels like there's a black outline around each character to almost give them some depth. It's. I think it looks better than it, Xenoverse. It's four, right? It's everything. It's okay. coming to everything. But it, they showed it on the Xbox stage. But it is absolutely that's gorgeous. What, that's why I got confused. Like they showed it on Xbox. Like, oh, it's just Xbox? Fuck. It's a 2D fighter, though. It's not like the 3D all-around yeah. world where you're flying up in the yeah. air and changing perspective. It's just a one-on-one fighting. Yeah. I want that. Yeah. I want that yeah. out of DBZ because I want those characters in a one-on-one. So this game was exactly what I was looking for. Definitely. They went to an indie game called The Last Night. Very, very pixelated. It looked like downtown Tokyo in the rain where this very pixelated character wakes up and I guess maybe the world is ending, but he has no idea. I don't know. Very short reveal, but man, did it look gorgeous. And then they went to another gorgeous indie game, uh, The Artful Escape, where a dude is playing guitar to go along with the rhythm and the world is moving with him when he strums and oh, the wow. platforms get created when he plays a chord on the guitar. And I was like, that's this different. game looks amazing. That's, that's different. That's different. Amazing. And it hit with this quality and then it falls off. Black Desert Online coming to Xbox One. Who cares? Uh, I'm sure some people do. Tacoma, an old game coming to Xbox One. Sure. Then they went back. And a, and a highlight here. They threw Sea of Thieves at us, which is the pirate game. A lot of comedy. Oh, no, that's the game where the, the ships were firing at each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of comedy in this one, though. It's, it's definitely a lighthearted pirate game. It looked okay. It, it looked great. okay. You might be thinking of Skull and Bones from that, Ubisoft. That, that might be what I'm thinking of. Yeah, you might be thinking yeah. of this one. Yep, this it. is this is a much different experience. Sea of Thieves is from Rare, the people who made Conker's Bad Fur Day and GoldenEye mm. and Banjo-Kazooie. Um, some little known games. So it's the, yeah, right. So it's their first real game that's yeah. not like Connect Sports in forever since Microsoft acquired them. Microsoft finally said, "Go do something fun," and they really are. This is a one hundred percent purchase for me. If I can get somebody else or some other people to play it with, yeah. it is definitely not a game you want to play alone. You want to experience it with friends. I I'm don't. Sure think, interested. I don't no? think no? he will. I don't think Rob will get it. So I'm kind of kind of on my own here with this one. So that's why I probably won't pick it up. I would love to watch some the gameplay game play, on yeah. this though. I'm sure you'll watch um, it on Twitch. They they. They had almost an hour, maybe even more than an hour, all throughout E3. So I got a lot yeah, of that's, content. That's solid. Dude, you can go underwater, and like sharks are coming at you. And they have this really funny trailer where it's four people. They're plundering for treasure, and they go down. They go to a sunken ship. They find the treasure. He hands the treasure off, and it's a narrator. And, he, and the narrator is for the player that you are. And he goes something along the lines of, uh, oh, you can't wait to be a pilot. Just not this one. And you turn around, there's a shark in your face, and it eats you. It's, and that's, that's the cool. way the trailer ends. That's cool. So it's just funny, yeah. lighthearted pirate stuff. You can go plunder. You can go uh, battle ship to ship. You can put yourself in a cannon, fire yourself onto an enemy ship, and kill that's other crazy. people. It's a that's lot cool. of cool. fun. And I really hope that my friends out there that own an Xbox pick this title up. <laughs> I would love to play Sea of Thieves online. They went to Code Vein. They revealed that. Whatever. They also went to Super Lucky's Tale. Previously, uh, I believe a VR game or a Steam game. I forget. It's coming to Xbox One. Dude, it's like a little mini Conker. Just think of what okay, Conker yeah, looks yeah, like yeah. but uh, as a child yeah. with ukulele. It's like I thought I played ukulele yeah. already. It's a 3D platformer, so it's charming it's like as they're shit. Com- they're comboing like those it's, games. It's, it's okay. right up my alley. It looks really fun. At a certain point, this was my most hype moment of the tr- of the conference. I love the way it looks, but I had no idea it was a previous title. I thought it was brand new, yeah. so I'm going nuts. And people are like, calm your shit yeah, down, bro. Relax. It's an older game, uh, so I'm hyped to sit for it. Then we got a huge hype moment of Cuphead. Um, I've been talking about that game for literally years. They've redone it a bunch of times from a boss fight to more of a platformer. It finally got a release date of September 29th. I don't care if it's 30 bucks. 
I'm You're picking it up day one, and I'm going to beat it day one. That game is going to be so effing good. I would not be surprised if outside of Mario Odyssey, it's my game of the year. Yeah? I would not be surprised. That's how good You're this is. You're talking about some big words today and on this crackdown. Right. That's Crackdown. That's freaking uh, Mario Odyssey. I think Cuphead has the potential. Xbox has a gold mine on their hands with that one. Then they went to the Crackdown 3 trailer with Terry Crews. Yeah. He was like yelling at yeah. you. Welcome to the agency. Here's a hamburger and some bear glove. <laughs> That's <laughs> old, funny. It's the old Spice guy. Yeah. Whatever, dude. He's now on a freaking Crackdown game. And uh, I, like I said earlier, I don't think I'm going to be doing much Terry Crewsing. I'm going to do my own character, but Crackdown so much fun. Verticality, getting the orbs to make yourself more, uh, to get in the agility orbs. It's just a fun experience. They then went to an ID at Xbox montage. They said 42 games and 22 exclusives. A lot of them were here where they just did a sizzle reel of a bunch of indie games coming to Xbox. Didn't really catch my attention. Uh, in the episode with Chris, we talked about a Life of Life is Strange prequel being re- leaked. It is real. Life of Strange, bef- Life is Strange before the Storm prequel uh, has been revealed. They then went into Ashen. Who cares? And then they dropped a bomb. <laughs> they dropped a bomb. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Phil Spencer comes out and he says, "We've heard you. We know how much you love and appreciate our Xbox 360 catalog." On your Xbox One for backwards compatibility. Over 200 million people or whatever the case or over 200 million hours or games or whatever have have spent in the backwards compatibility on our oh, Xbox sure. One platform. So we're here to announce that original Xbox games are going to be backwards compatible. I believe he said this holiday. Dude, no, that, that's huge. That's that is freaking huge. huge. And then they did a fan service moment. They went into probably the most popular Xbox One or Xbox game and they said and Crimson Skies will be one of them. Crimson Skies was a great Xbox yeah. game. So we're going to be able to play old Xbox titles on our Xbox One with a little bit of upres to them. I would say nice. that alone probably made Microsoft's E3. And they and it it brought people you together. Know. Now they did right after that. They kept it coming hard with Ori and the Blind Forest, a really really good Xbox exclusive indie title. Uh, got a sequel, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. If you haven't played Ori and the Blind Forest, it is heartbreaking. It is charming. It is gorgeous, and it's hard, and it's it's perfect. It's almost a perfect game. Uh, now the sequel's coming. You owe it to yourself to do that. And then they kind of just kind of uh, skim through. They, 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 they kind of just fell off from there. I think that was a big high point with the backwards compat. And then they slowly Ori, trickled and they kind of slowly trickled because after that, they went into saying over 30 Xbox one games currently will be getting the X treatment where they'll be up res to Xbox X one. X. Give it to you. Um, they did say that Xbox one X was going to be the $400 or $500 price point on November 7th. Uh, and then they went to shadow of war, middle earth, shadow of war, extended gameplay, it looks just like Mordor, which is it, not a it bad looks, thing. It looked awesome. But did you watch it? I, I watched some of it. Did I, you see how hilarious that one guy was? The one orc that he took it was over? The one, it was the one big guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see that. I did he was see that. so I did see, funny. I did see that. It was, like, it was like Bruce or something like that. And they're fighting. And the nemesis system is cool now where you can almost – you can uh, separate yourself and your soul goes in them and takes them over. You have your own army. And like, you can create Dude, that army. was awesome. I was like, holy shit. Now that is, that is neat. And you can send them to different places in the battlefield and you got to do your thing. But they can do their thing and it all counts towards you. And I think you that's watch really this, that, I think this could be a big game because I remember Alex playing be. the first one. He loved it. I was playing the first one. I, I got about four hours in and I kind of got over it. But – 
I, I loved the yeah. time I had. I did. I really did. So I'm excited for Shadow of War. It did get delayed into, I think, either October or 2018. I'm not sure. I'm probably not going to pick it up. I only picked up Shadow of Mordor because it was on sale for 20 bucks. Yeah, you can't so if that. They, yeah, so if they do that in a couple years, I'm sure I'll get it. But definitely not something I'm going to buy. There's just too much other things, yeah. too many other things to buy. Then they went into... Uh, they ended the conference with Anthem, some in-engine gameplay. Sam, you watched it right before we went on the air. Give us your impressions. It, it, it blew me away, man. I, I was, I was like I said before, I was butthurt because I thought it was just Xbox. I was like, God damn it. Like, this game looks all. This is a game that I could, I could see myself playing. I was interested. I watched the whole thing. They didn't – no release date, right? No. Okay. So I want to say it's an 18 game. All right, so I, I got plenty of time. That's the but theme of E three seventeen was twenty eighteen. Yeah, see, see in the year, it's like God damn it. But hey, dude, it's a solid game. I'm interested. I, I will definitely keep my eye out for it. How about this? Whatever system you buy for, okay, I will buy it for. Okay, done. I will. I don't have PS four, exactly. so it's going to be that one <laughs> exactly. Uh, so Bethesda had their conference. This was late at night. It was uh, twelve o'clock at night, Sunday going into Monday. I was on yes, my second dream. Yes, I stayed awake. Yes, you're, I watched you're a savage. it. So what this was, they did Bethesda Land. Do you know any of the games Bethesda's done? I'm, I'm literally, I I know Skyrim. I never played it. Obviously, Doom, Elder Scrolls, Mashi played. So, but you're familiar. Yeah, with I'm these familiar. Games. Yeah, but yeah. I, I never personally, yeah. you know. So Skyrim. Um, I know of them yeah, games. Yes. Uh, yeah, like Elder Scrolls Oblivion, Skyrim. Um, Sky, Skyrim's the big open world game. Yeah, okay, uh, gotcha. I believe isn't Bethesda Fallout? I believe they're Fallout as well. Um, but and like Dishonored, some a really good game, Dishonored too. That's Bethesda. So they did basically a Nintendo Direct where one guy came on stage and said, Here you go. Then they did like a 30 minute digital presentation that was already done, a pre cut package. Oh wow. And then came out at the end and said, Thanks, bye. So it was short and sweet. It was about 30, 40 minutes. Um, but it was like a Nintendo Direct. Here's all the announcements from Bethesda Land. Um, Skyrim, the six-year-old game that we cannot get freaking rid of, and Fallout 4 are getting the Creation Club. What the Creation Club is, it's mods for games. Okay. But you got to pay for them now. Yep, not for me. Next. Not, not exactly. <laughs> uh, Doom and Skyrim are both coming to VR. That's neat. No, no, that could be awesome. Skyrim probably over Doom for me. But, but I'm the both opposite. Could, both could be good. Doom is in VFR. Oh, Skyrim, that's dragons and stuff, right? So yeah, yeah. Now you're talking my language. <laughs> but but Doom is VFR, not just VR. Okay. No? Any idea? VFR? Virtual. I don't know. Just go with it. What's I, your, what's I your don't gut? Need, I was, what's your virtual, gut? Virtual. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. What's your gut? <laughs> my gut has like F. Virtual fucking reality. You got it. <laughs> That's what it is. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. That's what it is. Uh, and shit. it's going to be cool, man. So I'm excited for that. All right, that's that. cool. Maybe, maybe Doom crosses because you threw the F-bomb in your eye. Uh, so Doom VFR, virtual, F in reality. That's cool. Uh, Dishonored 2, Death of the Outsider. Uh, not outside, as you see in the rundown, but outsider. The DLC expansion gets announced. Really cool. Um, I did not play Dishonored 2. I did play a little bit of Dishonored 1, but a really good announcement. It was a solid overall conference. But then they went mobile. They went Elder Scrolls, but like a mobile card game. Totally hmm. lost my interest. They went Elder Scrolls Online. Blah. Then they went out and they said, okay, here we go. Oh. Skyrim on Switch. So we get a six-year-old game. That could be interesting. No, but it's already been announced. Okay, that's been since I, I day know, one. I didn't know that when the Switch revealed itself, Skyrim was a part of it. So okay. we've known this was coming since literally one minute into the Switch's life. 
but we finally got that you can use amiibo. So if you let's say you have a Link amiibo from Breath of the Wild, and you attach it to your Switch, your Skyrim character gets Link's. It gets to banging. Yeah, That's looks, cool. That's neat. So, but you can do that for free in a mod anyway. So it's just official now, I guess. But just there's still no release date. There's still nothing to it. I'm kind of pissed about it. There's not really anything I'm looking forward to. I will not be picking up Skyrim on the Switch because I don't want to play a six-year-old game that... You only have other 35 games that yeah, you got to play first. That, quite frankly, is another 50 to 100 hours of my life that I yeah. just don't want to put into Skyrim. Um, I would love to, but I'm not going to. Then they announced The Evil Within 2 horror game. Really good horror game. I believe the uh, creator of Resident Evil is the mind behind it. They announced the sequel to that. Really trippy. Really like, ballsy. It was really weird, but kind of terrifying at the same time. Uh, looking forward to it, but... Uh, no. Yeah. Have you ever played any horror games besides Resident Evil 2? I, I, well, besides the Resident Evil, but I remember back in the day when I used to play with Carmen, we used to play that um, Silent Hill game. It used to scare the shit out of me. Silent Hill 2 was a good one. And there was a photo game, too. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. Uh, it was on, it's a Nintendo game, actually. Uh... Because you would take pictures of ghosts, ghosts. or dead people. Yeah, it's called uh, Fatal Frame. That's it? Yeah. Yep, that freaked me out too. So yeah, <laughs> horror, horror really not my thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm such a nerd. Uh, anyway, so even Within 2, if you're into the first game or horror games, pick it up. Uh, Quake Champions, fine, whatever. Then Wolfenstein 2, the new Colossus reveal. And I'm telling you, I have 15 exclamation points after that. I really have four. Uh, but this would have also been an honorable mention. Wolfenstein is the shit and you kill Nazis and yeah. Hitler. And like, that's I, remember the, awesome. I remember the first one. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. It was a Doom slash um, Doom slash Duke Nukem clone of back in the day on your 32X or your whatever, Sega CD. And you just go around first person. You just chain gunning the shit out of zombie, uh, Nazis. Yeah. And this one, it was trippy as balls. There was a freaking dude on acid who saw who's seeing a multicolored lizard. At one point in the trailer. Very wow. weird. But there was also a point where you're BJ Blaskowitz and you're in a diner and a Nazi walks in. And he orders a strawberry milkshake. And he drinks it and he says, do you have your papers? You come with me. And I was like, this is Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. That's what this movie or this game okay. reminds me you, of. When he first said it, I when he was like, shoot Nazis. I literally thought of Inglorious Bastards. And that's and that's one of the best yeah. movies I've ever yeah. seen in my freaking life. So if I can get that in a game with a Wolfenstein coat of paint, in. I'm in. Right. I'm freaking in. So good for them. That was the end of the Bethesda conference. Dude, we're rolling. Yeah. We're already halfway yeah. through the conferences and we're only an hour and thirteen minutes in. We're gonna be sub two hours, baby. Huh? We're gonna speed run this episode. Let's do it. Uh Digital Devolver uh, excuse me, Devolver Digital. That's a hard that thing is. to say. They had a gag conference. It was freaking hilarious. It was 15 minutes long. They didn't announce, I don't think, any new games. They had two games on stage, but I think they were already announced. If not, fine. Whatever. Serious Sam and some other game, they were announced. Whatever. But this whole thing was basically a a shit-on of what E3 is. It was basically like all the bad stuff of E3. Yeah. So there's a pre-recorded audience that's laughing when they're not supposed to and doing this, that, the other. And... Uh, and they bring out this woman on stage, and they gave her some ridiculous title, like hype specialist or something like that. And she starts like yelling at the crowd, and then really funny jokes. Some of them didn't hit, but some of them did. And then like they made these subtle jabs at E three of like <coughs> weird, awkward transitions for cameras when they're in the middle of a word. Sometimes in the middle of a word, they do multiple camera shifts, and then you have they'll cut to the audience, and the member, the person will be sleeping, um, and like, yeah, they did yeah. really funny stuff. And then they brought out this game demonstration. 
where it's a computer screen. They asked for an audience member to come up, and they said, in our new Devolver Digital uh, paid content whatever you can throw money into your computer screen oh my god and like it was making that, fun that's of funny like, that's like, funny so the guy's throwing they get the volunteer he's throwing money in and then the game sucks him in and cuts his arm off and he's spewing blood all over the place oh that's cool and there's an assistant this really like this beautiful woman in a lab coat just smiling as she's getting blood just oh splattered all over her it was so funny they they like bandage him up and like he's like crying and they take him off the stage the woman comes back out and she starts like yelling at the crowd again she gets so intense that she starts bleeding from her nose and, and she's like yelling about all this cool new stuff that Devolver Digital is doing and uh she, she she has the, the the woman come back out. She brings the the guy with the arm back out, and he's just sitting there so sad. And uh, I forget what it was, but maybe you type something into like a forum, and like you get points for being a troll or whatever. And he's all happy typing with one yeah. arm, and she's yelling. Her head explodes, and the other woman just gets hit with all of her blood. And she's like. Okay, and it was just this fifteen-minute gag yeah. hilarity conference. Something different. That's cool. It was completely different, yeah. and I hope that everybody watched it because it was at one a.m. and it was fifteen minutes long. But if you didn't YouTube yeah, it, I might have to check that out. That looked kind of funny. It's funny as shit, Sam. I cannot say it enough. All right, Ubisoft. In my opinion, the best conference of the day. It did not win E3. I think Nintendo won E3 from a hype level, but just pure presentation. Um, and quality, Ubisoft wins it. They open their show with Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle, a full reveal, a ton of in-engine gameplay, and a release date of August 29th. Super hype. I, I As soon as I saw that, I was like, I know Greg's losing it right now. <laughs> because we all thought it was going to be an RPG, but it's not. It's a tactical strategy game like XCOM, but for kids. And I'm really hyped on that. See that keyword you said? For kids. But for me. <laughs> and it's a different way to play Mario. Yeah. You're in a space. You can only it's, go. It's different. It's different. You can only go within a certain confined space, and you have to then attack enemies, but then you can fling your other enemies to get farther into the map. It's almost like checkers and chess. Okay, and, yeah, and yeah. It's, and it's crazy how, like, Mario is a part of that. And Mario has guns. In what world could you say that? Only this one. <laughs> so uh, they brought Miyamoto, who's Shigeru Miyamoto, the creator of Mario, on stage to really show off the game with Eves, um, the Ubisoft CEO. So they're doing their thing. And Miyamoto shouts out the game director uh, on stage. And they cut to the shot of the developer. Uh, I'm sorry, the director. And he's like, and he's got his fist over his mouth, holding back tears. Swelling up because he's so proud. Yeah, and as, as, as he should be. And the most influential person in all of video game history just shouted him out on stage in front of millions of people. Not a big deal. And he's holding back tears. And at one point, he just couldn't anymore. And you and you see him just kind of let it loose a little bit. And I was like, that's that's why I love this. Yeah, it's why I love E3. I, it's I remember why I love when video it, games. I remember when I got over. You said you, Ubisoft might have just won E3. And and you're right. And yeah. uh, and I go thinking back on it, having five days to digest, I kind of think they did. It's probably neck and neck, man. Seriously. The like I said, the hype for Nintendo wins, but the just the quality of the conference, Ubisoft by far. Yeah. Uh, then they go more into Assassin's Creed Origins with a deeper look. Great. Uh, then they showed the crew too. You kind of made a comment that you think it looks all right. Yeah, it looks pretty good. To me, it looks like Diddy Kong racing for adults. I, I saw that. That was kind of funny. I don't want to step on it. Because there's like planes and yeah. wave boats funny. and stuff like that. I'm like, this isn't racing. It is bullshit. It's, but it's whatever. If you think it's cool, it's cool. It's not my style. I don't like racing games so much. Uh, then they brought out South Park, uh, the Fractured Butthole, with a new trailer. There's, it looks funny. It looked good. It's savage. I, dude, I'm happy to hear that it's actually coming out this year. I wasn't thinking of Like, the way you were saying, you were like, possibly 2018. Well, a couple weeks ago, I, you were on the episode. We did do uh they said t- 
1017. They, oh, they did yeah. say it. Okay. Um, but they're still on track for that. That's a good thing. They have not yeah. delayed it again. Uh, but this trailer was like long and meaty and it had a ton of bad words in it. And it like, Ubisoft it didn't give a shit, man. They it's were throwing F bombs around. It's, it's South Park, though. This is true. You know, you can't, you cannot censor Eric Cartman. Uh, later on in the conference, they they did give another South Park game. I'm going to throw it up here though because it's relevant. South Park Phone Destroyer is coming to mobile. It's almost like the battle system from Stick of Truth and Fractured Butthole, but in a mobile title. I'm pretty excited for it. I think I'll give it a download. Uh, then we got some Elijah Wood VR crap transference. Moving on, uh, Skull and <laughs> Bones. Yeah, that's it. Skull and Bones is the pirate game for Ubisoft. It's not as lighthearted or cartoonish. It's more serious take on pirates. But to me, it's what Assassin's Creed 4, Black Flag, and For Honor did put together. I'm hyped on it, but I would rather get Sea of Thieves yeah. than, than Skull I, I saw Bones. a little bit of I saw the, you know, the ships shooting at each other. It was it was decent. Starlink Battle for Atlas uh, was next. Great. Then they ended with two hype-ass trailers and moments. Far Cry 5 got more details and an amazing freaking trailer. It is... 100%. It's in Hope County, Montana. Name another game that takes place in Montana. Oh, my God. <laughs> but I'll tell you, it's you're you're going against a religious cult, which appeals to me. Okay. I love that. You know what? You're, uh, it's a very Bioshock Infinite, um, even Bioshock kind of style to it. Story, uh, you know, it's gonna, I feel like it's going to have a similar story. But if you're going to tell me that I'm going to get to mow down religious cult leaders sign in me Montana, <laughs> sign me up. To have, no, it, it, was a, it was a solid trailer. It really was. And then it had some dude in a church who was, you know, basically a cult leader with all of the cult followers in the church. You know what the only thing I thought of was? I want a Kingsman oh, church geez. scene in this game. And I think we're going to get you one. Might. You I might. I think we're going to get one. So Far Cry 5 for me, this is the first time I'm ever going to say this. I'm, I'm buying a Far Cry up. game. Day one. It took I'm getting me five. five. <laughs> it took me five. I owned number two, number three. I skipped four. I skipped Primal. And, but five, I'm back, All baby. Right. Uh, and then we already talked about it. I won't go any deeper into it. They ended with Beyond Good and Evil 2. Super. Solid. Now, this is where Sam's going to have some shit to say. Okay. A little bit. This not, was not too much. This was Sony's conference. To me, it was 2016 all over again. But we'll get your opinion on it. We'll get your opinion on it. They opened up with a closer look at Uncharted Lost Legacy. It does look bad, freaking ass. You you wouldn't know you don't play Uncharted. Yeah, Charter Man. He he still has the first. But I I I know once I saw it, it looked good. The Greg's gonna love this game. But why don't you play it? Why don't you play? You have the first Uh, three. I'm sorry. I hate to repeat myself again. So do it. Do it one more time for the audience. Tell me you traded in my game one more time. And tell me you won't show up next Saturday with the fucking thing in your hand. Tell me. I still got it. That's right. You're damn right you still got it. Uh, so, <laughs> August 22nd, that comes out. They moved into Horizon Zero Dawn's getting expansion. The Frozen Wilds coming later this year. Looks badass. I've decided because Horizon Zero Dawn is on sale on the PSN store for 40 bucks. I've decided to not get it. To not get it. I knew you. I know you. Oh, I've decided on, to pass. Uh, yeah, I okay, got too yeah. much, and you know what, dude? There's not enough time in the day, dude. Uh, I don't know how you play. Like the reason you play games is you don't freaking sleep. I I know I barely sleep, and I barely can get done the things that I need to do. So. I, I will tell you though. After I I went back, and as soon as I saw it was forty bucks, and I saw this expansion, I went back and I watched every review possible. I watched some gameplay stuff, and something about it just didn't call to me. Uh, nothing wrong with that. It no, just didn't you, call to me. Greg, you don't have to buy and play every game. 
but I, I, mean, but I wish I could. Yeah. But I wish I could. I think the game sold over 4 million copies, so oh, it's definitely... Oh, it's got its following. It's definitely got its following, so this is definitely a hype one. Then they did a longer look at Days Gone, which is another zombie game. Mm, Hordes of zombies. There was one cool part where he threw a bear trap in... Uh, the the weeds or the bushes and lured a guy over there, got the guy stuck in it, and then he was screaming, so it attracted the zombies to him and they ate him. It was pretty neat. Uh, I liked it. He went and then he snuck into an encampment, uh, put a bomb on the door, blew the door up, got zombies' attention, who then broke into the encampment, killed everybody, which gave him a way to sneak in and free his friend. It was pretty yeah, cool, that's neat. That's but neat. it's just another zombie yeah. game. Sony Bend. What are you doing? Yeah. It's just it, you're too late on the zombie yeah. craze, man. Truth. Just just too late. Plus, we saw this game last year. Then they revealed Monster Hunter World for 2018. It is coming to Xbox, so no, it's not a Sony exclusive, but it's another Monster Hunter game. Fine. They then went into Shadow of the Colossus, the PS4 remake. I'd be okay with it if this PS2 game already didn't get remastered for PS3. <laughs> so now it's on PS2, 3, they, they and keep 4. Remastered. And it'll keep selling. And it'll yeah. keep selling. I, I won't buy it. But it's a wonderful game. Don't get me yeah. wrong. You get to climb giant-ass monsters and kill them. You just don't want to buy it three times? I didn't buy it. The okay. I did not buy the PS3. I mean, it, it, it looks solid, though. It's like Attack on Titan before Attack on Titan. Except... Titans are colossi. Yeah, I was there talking to Monty the other day. He's like, dude, Attack on Titans kind of take it a different storyline. He's loving it. I'm buttered that I can't watch it. I won't watch it. Yet. I know. I, I, have I will to not watch until it's dubbed. I just told him I was like, that, that's like I, I know some spoilers on DBZ Super because he's on episode like 90, so I know some shit that's happening. But this is the one where like, don't tell me shit. I don't want to know. Then they showed Call of Duty World War II a trailer, and then they look at the multiplayer. People are kind of shit on the multiplayer because it's going back to World War II, so the there's the options that you have aren't there. But that's fine with me. Yeah, Plus, uh, it, it does look beautiful. I'm, I'm kind of over the Call of Duties, man. I don't know. This is the one that's gotten me energized. But for maybe me, if I rewatch the trailer, I don't. But know. here's my issue: I hate multiplayer. I hate online multiplayer, especially for Call of Duty. Well, it's just people so, play all. I'm by the time I get to play, everybody's dude, they're already so yeah. good. Mm-hmm. I can't compete. I'm I'm not embarrassed to admit it. I mean, neither. And I'll tell you, would I spend sixty bucks to play a five hour story campaign? Nope. No, it's not worth it for me at this no, time. Seriously. So, like I said earlier, I was. This is the game that's going to get me back in. But I just I'm thinking about it now. I'm just not. Yeah. I'm just not. I'm not going to spend a six-hour, you know, it might be six hours for the campaign for me to do that. You play as a 19-year-old kid who's never fired a gun before, so it's definitely gritty and personal and realistic, but I don't play the multiplayer, so I have no interest. Oh, guess what? Skyrim. <laughs> Skyrim, Bravo Team, Star Child, The Impatient, which actually looks cool, Moss, and then a Final Fantasy fishing game called Monster of the Deep are all coming to PSVR. Dude, these announcements did nothing for me <laughs> yeah. to want a PSVR. I mean, once you, once they went in like the PSVR thing, I kind of tuned out. I ain't gonna lie. I was yeah, like, you're right. You know, I was on a computer. I kind of scrolled next round. I didn't take care of it. You know what I mean? It's, it's just like it was uh, a low point of the yeah. of the show. This is the thing that they hyped up to put into 85 theaters across the country, and we got 60 minutes of shit we've seen. Yep. Yeah. You know? No, no. I, I, you know me is The only two, to me, for me, the only two good things that I really, li- really liked were Spider-Man and, well, God of War and, and Marvel vs. Capcom. So Marvel okay. vs. Capcom Infinite got a, a trailer with story mode. They actually then said, you know what? There's a demo. It's out right now, and the game is out. Did you download the demo? Yes, I did. Yeah, I and the game is out 919. 
I'm fine with yeah. that. That's yeah, that, cool. That, that's solid. That's solid. Uh, then we got a Destiny 2 trailer. Fine. Destiny 2, not for me. Yep. A new God of War trailer with gameplay, early 18. Sam, we talked about that. We're, we're both very yep, hyped. We're in. Uh, Detroit Become Human. Still no release date. This game just doesn't hit for me. It's a telltale game with better production yeah, well, quality. Th- th- you lost me the first word. <laughs> yeah, after <laughs> the Game of Thrones experience. Late. It was Heavy Rain. And Beyond Two Souls, uh, this company did before. Now they're doing game where it's like cyborgs and robots and humans in the city of Detroit, blah, blah, blah. I am kind of over it. It looks gorgeous. I'm sure it'll be a fun game. But for me, an hour yeah, in, yeah, I'd done. be done. Yeah. I'd, I'd be done. I agree. Then they ended it with the Spider-Man 4 gameplay with the Miles Morales tease at the end. I mean, the only thing I didn't like was the Miles Morales at the end. Everything else beautiful. And I'm good with the cute quick time events. I don't care. Resident Evil 4, one of the greatest games of all time. All the Krauser fights were quick time yeah. events. Well, the, I'm, I'm some of them. That. I'm fine with it's, that. It's fine with me. As long as those quick time events turn into a battle later. Dude, Uncharted has a bunch of quick time events for their big boss battles at the end. People don't shit on yeah, that. Yeah, I never, never heard one negative thing. People don't shit on that. So, whatever. Just because this is in the spotlight and it's a Sony or it's a Spider Man game, people are going to shit on it. I don't feel like that's fair. So, I'm hyped on this game no matter yeah. what. Yeah, me too. That's a you know what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say three words I don't ever say. That's a pre-order. Okay. I don't pre-order. I like to hear, like to hear that. I hate pre-ordering. I I miss playing the old Spider-Man game because I thought that was banging. So I had this and it, the smooth. It looks smooth as shit. That HD. I mean, I, I ain't gonna have 4K, but I'll have a 1080. Do you have a 4K TV? Mm, just 1080. Okay. Uh, Nintendo. They had their digital spotlight. We're on the last conference already, yeah. by the way. Uh, they had their digital spotlight on Tuesday afternoon, 12 Eastern time. My God. Uh, my, the, I put a note next to each conference with my thoughts on it, and I would say, d- looking back on this, we're two or three days later. Was it really as good as we thought? I've gone back and forth on this, and I've come to a conclusion. I will save the conclusion till we're done. Well, I, w- I would say this. Nintendo was more for you than it is me. Obviously, I don't have a goddamn Switch. But there were some cool announcements. So earlier in the show, I said I'll bring something up when we mm-hmm. get to Nintendo. Yep. By the time Metroid Prime 4 comes out, probably 2020, mm-hmm. by that time, we're going to have, because guess what? I'm going out of order. The most hyped thing in the world for me, they brought in Mitsuda, who has said we are in development for a full main series, big ass RPG, full Pokemon game on you, Nintendo Switch. You, you called it. You called it, brother. I, I got to give you the credit. I was just the hype levels were off the chain. I, Sam, I think. Maybe I'll screenshot his text point, to me as he was watching this. Maybe I'll throw that on. I think at, at one point my soul left my body and was looking at me, watching in that moment, and that cried too. Yeah, I, I think I, my soul cried watching me. W- once I saw that, I was like, oh, Greg's, Greg's whole life has just been made. So by the time this game comes out, probably 2019. If Metro, not later. Right. Metroid Prime 4 uh, was announced, like you said, in your top mm-hmm. three. That game's probably 19 or 20. Easy. Don't you think it, but those two games would be enough to kind of sway you? And plus Super Mario Odyssey. Don't you think those games would be enough to sway you to get a Switch? Uh, but I mean, possibly. It, it, what about with Rocket League coming to Switch now? I say I would. I play Rocket League on the computer, but now you can play it on the go. Yeah, but I don't know. Wherever Rocket League, I, I like to be sitting down. I, you know, I'm talking to my boys. I'll, you know. Yeah, you can do that with Switch. That's uh, a beautiful thing. We'll see when it comes out for first. You know what I mean? We'll, There's a lot of enticing things that we got uh, on Tuesday that would. 
I don't see a reason that you or Ryan Cunningham would not be switch owners by the time these games come out in 18 or 19 or 20. Eh, we'll see. I mean, you still didn't get me to one on the opening day, and I had to wait a week, and I'm pissed about it. But I got one, and I haven't really played it a lot lately. Not going to lie. Um, but to me, I just I, I won't I won't play it enough for me to get my full money's worth. You know, maybe if I have kids down the road. 80-hour Pokemon game. Maybe if I have kids later down the road. Who knows? You know, I'm, you know, you never know. It's the first time in 29 years I've heard you say that. I'm only 28. (laughs) I'm 29. So, uh, Nintendo, they had a sizzle reel in the opener. It had some arms in it. It had some Splatoon in it. It had FIFA in it. And it had Rocket League in it. And that was just like out of nowhere. People are just playing Rocket League. And we're like, oh, my God. They just showed no, Rocket no, League without no. announcing it. Dude, that, that's sweet. And I texted you, and you texted me at the same time. Yeah, literally. Rocket literally League. Literally the same time. Uh, and then they showed a, a trailer for Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Um, it's completely anime now. It's coming holiday 17. And that's where I want to pause. Nintendo said that this conference or, or digital event showcase was going to be mainly focused or wholly focused on Nintendo Switch for 2017. They freaking swerved us because after those two things, they show a Kirby game, the cutest little Kirby game, co-op, all the good stuff. Then it says Kirby 2018. (laughs) I feel like that was a lot, though. Like a lot of people's like coming next year. E3 2017, right? E3 2017 <laughs> See you in four years. was the year of 2018. Yeah. Um, now that's definitely normal. E3 usually does project stuff out, but Sony showed the same shit. Yeah. No, no, it's not, it was everyone. That's it what I'm saying. I, I was like, yo, I got like eight games that we know that definite definite dates. Then they throw it from Kirby to the Pokemon uh, mainline RPG. No release date. They just said it may take more than a year. Yeah. If we get that in 18, I'd be very surprised. Yeah, I don't think so. That's a 19 game. Easy. Uh, I'm calling it now. It's Gen 8. It's going to be a brand new gen. Perfect. That's great. Brand new gen. And it's going to be, I think, uh, my immediate instinct is it goes back back to. Bring back gyms. They will. But my immediate, I think gyms are going to be in Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. They better. Um, I think my immediate instinct goes to to America, like California. We haven't seen a game there yet, but we just did Hawaii, which is technically the United States. I think it goes back to Japan. I think we go back to like almost like Canada. Where it all started. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. I think we're going to back to. Uh, I, and I'd be okay with that. Yeah. I mean, I'm cool with the European flavor. Sure, we, we can go French, to the moon. I'll be whatever. okay with it. I, you know, I wouldn't mind maybe uh, Great Britain, um, but whatever. Just give. Or, or. No, no, I wouldn't enjoy that. I don't care. Just give me something on so Switch. Like I'm happy. The freaking moon. We'll take it. Uh, then they went right from Pokemon to Metroid Prime 4. Nothing but a logo. <laughs> Couple years, <laughs> exactly. At least <laughs> nothing but a logo. But it's cool. It was still cool to see Samus. Uh, now, now, do you have I a go. problem that back-to-back announcements were nothing but a we're making it no, I, and I, a logo? Well, kinda, because that's that's when I went on my browser. I tuned out for a minute. You know what I mean? You know, and it's <laughs> not for Pokemon and his number two. No, well, not well. It was a minute. It was a minute long. You're so right. I'm, I'm talking like Fire Emblem Wars. That, you know, wasn't something I really needed to, you know, to watch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, then the Yoshi co-op, uh, they showed a Yoshi co-op game. Really charming. Fun. It was definitely like Pokemon and Metroid. You're up here for hype. So they needed to kind of cool you down a little bit. So they did with this kind well, of they cooled it. They cooled it real quick. I'm getting it. But slow moving, <laughs> fun little Yoshi game. Like cardboard. You flip the worlds. And like you can, you'll see in video games, right? You're a platformer, right? You're running across the stage. And then you'll see things coming out of the wall and going back in. You got to time it so you don't get Perfect, hit by yeah, them. Yeah. 
in this game that happens, but then you can flip the world around. So in this game, you'll see the platforms coming out. You'll get over them. You'll flip the world, and in the back, you see the little uh, you'll see the little shy guys pushing and pulling oh, it. Cool. It's that's so cool. freaking that's, fun. That's cool. Um, so it's like really cool. I'm hyped on that game. Then it said Yoshi. 2018. Yep. Of course. No surprise. Went to Fire Emblem Warriors. Like you said, yeah, I could kind of fast forward through this. No. This is the part of Fire Emblem where I want to get into it. Uh, I want to have my entry into the series be this game, but they had no gameplay, <coughs> only a trailer. Now, they did show gameplay later in the Treehouse, but this is not about the Treehouse. This is specifically the, the presentation, so whatever. And then Alnuma came on and showed us the Breath of the Wild, both DLC packs, one coming June 30th, the next one coming holiday 17. We already talked about what those DLC packs will include, but we finally saw it. And we're going to get Amiibo of the four champions of Breath of the Wild, so pretty cool. They went into more Mario plus Rabbids, just more extended gameplay, a little bit of a deeper look. Psionics then came on, Jeremy Dunham and co. I think Corey Davis was the other name. Uh, they came on basically to announce Rocket League coming this holiday for Switch and said you'll get exclusive Nintendo content like Mario and Luigi hats for your cars and <laughs> exclusive cars. If I get a Yoshi egg car, That'd that's it for me. That'd be cool. Or because you know how in Rocket League you, you have like the emulsion or okay. whatever coming out the back Mushrooms. of your car? I want... Pikachu tail with electricity coming out. And I hate okay. Pikachu. Yeah. I'll get a Raichu, too. I'll get a Raichu tail. Right. But different. that's like a little Nintendo tie-in would be like a Pikachu theme card that shoots out electricity yeah. on the back. Right. That'd be that's, pretty that's cool. That's cool. Uh, and then they went to the biggest hype of the whole freaking E3. Game of the show for me. Super Mario Odyssey with a trailer that started with a T-Rex. Yeah. So it, it completely This probably would have been this or Pokemon. We should, we should number one. Yeah, for sure. Easy. Um... I think this had to have been because there was more substance to it. They gave you a really good trailer. The most insane trailer I've probably ever seen from a Nintendo game. This game looks absolutely fantastic. They said it's coming October 27th of this year. So the whole concept of Mario's hat is you can take his hat and throw it into an enemy and become that enemy. You can become things. You can become electricity. You can become a bullet bill. You can become a Goomba, a Koopa, wow. a human being, a T-Rex. You can become whatever you and want they've never world. done that before. They've never done it before. You can use your hat as like a melee weapon. Like think Kratos' two blades that he yeah. swings around. Mario's hat does that now. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Okay. I, I, I could see, I could see it, the, the little stuff that got you interested they in. They must have done hours and hours of gameplay on the treehouse afterwards so i've seen a lot more of the game than i wanted to so i had to actually stop at one point because it was overkill i want more surprises but then they ended it with that and they kind of had a quick fast stop on that but that was the conferences uh they showed a lot more of the treehouse including that 2.5d metroid game samus returns coming out 915 is a remake of metroid 2 some other things that came out of e3 a kingdom hearts 3 trailer dropped out of nowhere See, I, I was never a big Kingdom Hearts guy. It's pretty cool, though. I thought, I thought Disney like, mixed I was, in with all I stuff. think I was just a little too old. I just missed that boat. You know, I remember Danny, you know, he always played it, but yeah. I never got into it. Metal Gear Survive has been delayed. Um, something that maybe appeals to you, Sam. The Walking Dead is coming to VR in multiple new games featuring a new cast, a new crew, and new setting. Is that something you're interested in? Zombies in VR yeah, could be cool. Well, consider, well, I mean, considering I'm barely watching The Walking Dead... If, but but this is a new cast. If it was Rick and Co., I'd be like, whatever. It's gonna be slow and boring. I said, let me let it breathe for a minute. You know, I don't want to judge now, but it could be something because I I still like zombies. It just you know come up with something. Hey, we got Breaking Bad and Walking Dead in two weeks. You know, back to back weeks with cool experiences yeah, on VR. Right. So you're right. it could be cool. Uh, Injustice Two. 
go figure. It's a Warner Brothers game, yeah. so it's coming to a Warner Brothers uh, station. But there's going to be a tournament on TBS beginning 1021 for a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar prize purse. I wish you were really good at that game. Uh, well, they did announce the first pack of DLC. Well, the second pack, I believe. Uh, they just came out with the trailer for Sub-Zero from Mortal Kombat. Oh, yeah, I did, I did see that. I heard people like, why would I want to play Sub-Zero on Injustice? Like, who gives a shit? It's fucking Sub-Zero. You get to have Sub-Zero he, he was always Batman. My, he was my favorite, you know, Mortal Kombat, so Sub-Zero he is, is the he's, shit. He's still my Yeah, he's him and shit. Reptile are my two favorite Mortal Kombat characters. Uh, Xbox Live avatars are coming back late in 2017. Uh, cool but a little childish. They're like they're like me's, but kind of grown up and whatever. You can customize and whatever. Mine had a Mega Man shirt, um, but they're coming back late in 2017. Nintendo announces Sushi Striker for Nintendo 3DS. If you like sushi and you like throwing it at people, this game is <laughs> perfect for, for you. you. Uh, Nintendo is working hard to ramp up production of the Switches to meet demand. Same we talked about yeah, a couple months yeah. ago. They want to, they're increasing from 8 to 16 million units in 2017 to keep up with yeah. demand. Seems like that's not even enough. I, I, I don't think it is either because you still can't get it. You cannot find it anywhere. They said that they're doing everything they can to get more Switches out into the wild as fast as possible, but those are still selling out everywhere. Yeah. I'm still, I'm, they're still $400, $500 on uh like third-party sites like eBay and such. So Be patient, guys. Yep. Uh, Reggie fils again says that the virtual console, which was not announced, which is my biggest letdown of E3. I'm very disappointed. Yeah, he did tell me that. Um, it, but, however, he did say that it is actively on their mind. I do have his quote here. He probably just didn't have nothing to show. And that's the problem. The damn system came out in March, yeah. and you still don't have something to show with old content. Uh, but he says, what we're working through is, okay, what's going to be the best way to make this happen, to make it available, fils said. Certainly we recognize there's an appetite for all of our great legacy content. He also discussed that the My Nintendo program and what the future holds there. Um, from, from the Nintendo of America standpoint, we have a priority. Uh, that? We have a priority... I'm getting there. Okay, we have it as a priority to make my Nintendo uh, much more meaningful moving forward. Uh, When asked if physical rewards might ever come, he said it'd be cool. I'm sorry, he said it could before discussing a few challenges. He basically said, in Japan, it's easier to roll out something like the Virtual Console, but in America, you have to worry about Canada and Latin America, so it's a little bit more difficult. Bullshit. You made it happen on the Wii. The Wii U's Virtual Console sucked. You probably have another year or two wait. Easy. I I wholly doubt that, but uh, uh, whatever. I'm, I'm at this he point, said I'm still pissed. At this point, yeah. I just want to play virtual. Con- that would instantly have the Switch be my yeah. my only console to play if that was the case. Um, and they also said that more Wii U games are most likely coming to the Switch are in an active discussion as as to which ones are coming. Pick the favorites. We all knew that. Yeah. Was coming, though. yeah. We're going to see Super Mario Maker. We're going to see Smash eventually. Yeah. We're going to see hopefully Captain Toad's Treasure Tracker. We're going to probably see. Donkey Kong, maybe if they don't, if Retro doesn't do another Donkey Kong, who knows? But we're gonna see some Wii U stuff because only 14 million people got to uh, experience the Wii U. But that is what we have for the gaming. We're an hour 41 into the show. Solid. We're we'll still sneak, gonna we'll, be under we'll, two. We'll hours. sneak under two. We will sneak under two. Here we go into TV. Sam, I'm gonna let you take the majority of the rest of the show because I'm just spent. Hmm. Uh, Adam West, sir. Well, I mean, I'm sure everyone knows now. Adam West, you know, passed away. I think he was. I think he was 88. I think that was his age. Um, but I, I read this real cool, cool article what they're doing in L.A. for him. I think it's actually Friday, tomorrow on the 16th. They're actually going to 
just throw up the bat signal in the sky over all over the LA skies there for an undisclosed amount of time just out of respect. I thought that was so freaking cool. And whoever you know, I think with the mayor, I think it was the mayor of LA set it up or whatever. That was awesome. That's I feel like that's the least he deserves. And he was the mayor and Family Guy, and even Seth MacFarlane had some cool things to say. Yeah, I, I don't have. I did. Re, I read it to you before, but it was just nice He's sweet family, words that he was. He was nice, the nice gentleman. You know, nice gentleman. He always wanted to be around. He was did over a hundred episodes of Family Guy. So, aren't they showing some special episode or something? Like yeah, that? I think they said. I, I forget. I think it was on Saturday. They were going to show an episode that aired in March that it was heavily involved with Adam West. Uh, Inhumans, Marvels and Humans. Yeah, the trailer got leaked. The trailer leaked. It didn't really. Nah, it didn't do. Didn't nothing. hit home, did it? Well, dude, Inhumans. Like, I never really, you know, knew too much about. To be honest, uh, I, you know, Ramsey Bolton. Obviously, I don't know yeah. the actor's name, but he's starting, starting, start of the pot in in the trailer. I mean, I'm still gonna watch it, but I'm not enthused about it. I'm about halfway through Orange is the New Black Season 5. It is my favorite season since Season 1. Highly suggest you go check that out. Oh, and real quick, uh, American Gods. Everyone should give that a shot on um, Stars. Ian McShane stars in it. Pretty good show. Sly Cooper. Uh, did you ever play those games on PS2? I did not. The Sly Cooper games. They're getting an animated TV series. It's in the works from Technicolor Animation Productions, the same company that's doing the Sonic Boom or did the Sonic Boom uh, cartoon. So good for Sly because he hasn't been around in years. Um, so hopefully this animated TV series. Wait, is he like a fox? Yes. Okay, I know. Who's a, he's hey, a I was thinking, I was thinking, Wait, why does that sound familiar? He's a, I okay. think he's a fox, but he's, he's gray. He's, he's a robber. He's a robber. Yeah, say so yeah, I, I remember. They just took me a minute. Yeah, I'm rusty. He's, uh, he's getting his own animated TV. Hopefully, this kind of, hopefully, the show gets enough pop where he gets a remake. Yeah, okay. For PS4, I'd really like that. And lastly, for television, Billy Zane has been cast in Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, I, I forgot to actually write that down. <laughs> well, he's. <laughs> but yeah, he, apparently, it's the first time he's in it with somebody else. They were both in Titanic, and it was not Leo. So I don't know who the hell he yeah, is. Yeah, because if Leo was in Legends of Tomorrow, CW is on point right now. But yeah, that, that's cool. I mean, hey, Billy Zane's a little weird, but we'll take it. In the movie theater now, Daddy's Home 2, which I loved the first one. Fantastic. Wait, you're saying, you're saying the trailer just, just dropped? The trailer just dropped for Daddy's Home 2. I did love the first one. I didn't one. know they filmed it. Like I, I could have sworn they were still like it was still in development. I'm like, shit, here's the trailer. Now, are you sure it was real? Yeah, it was real. 100%. Did like, it come from... I was yeah I was wait yeah Mark Wahlberg put it on his page Will Farrell I thought I was waiting to see John Cena, so it starts off you know it's them two basically like being like two guys but like husband and wife type exchange which was yeah. hilarious and then they go to the airport they're picking up um, Mark Wahlberg's dad who is Mel Gibson, <laughs> so then they're getting ready you know and he he already had me laughing off the bat and then they're he's getting ready to tell him, let's go he goes Will Farrell wait I'm waiting for my my parents who's his dad. John Lithgow. <laughs> He's so good. Dude, they kissed each other dead on the lips. Like, <laughs> son! And then Mark's like, this like, damn, they're this, like, they're this like, affection? And he goes, they haven't seen each other. They haven't seen each other in a while. As they, like, Will Farrell and John run up, he goes, it's been two weeks! <laughs> I just thought that was funny. The <laughs> Trinity Killer is in uh, Daddy's Home, yep. too. I, I thought the first one was super good. Yeah, it was funny. Bumblebee. Uh, the first ever Transformers spinoff film will reportedly be a prequel. I'm okay with that. I I, I, I like Bumblebee. Bumblebee's the only Transformer I would care to watch in a spinoff. All right, Scott, I'm glad to hear that. I, I expect you to say, yeah, go have Bumblebee. But okay, cool. Nah, Bumblebee's cool. I'll watch it. Smack-talking, wise-cracking, lip-smacking. Yeah, I don't know. There, I got there you go, buddy. 
The core cast from Apocalypse, there were so many damn names, I didn't write them all down. Michael yeah. Fassbender, James McAvoy, Sophie Turner, Jennifer Lawrence, and a bunch of other goofs uh, will all be back for X-Men Dark Phoenix. I'm okay with that. How many times today have I said something and your response was, I'm okay with that? No, I heard, that's solid. <laughs> that's solid. <laughs> I was running out of that. Yeah. But no, I mean, I, the last, the last w- X-Men movie. Would you say it's solid? No, I, I would not. I would no. say the last X-Men movie I didn't like. Yeah, so, I know, yeah. so, I mean, I like Dark Phoenix. Yeah. So, okay. And it's not it's not going to be directed by Brian Singer, by the way, too. So Okay, that's different. It then. could be something positive. That's different. I'm sure it'll take Get 40 Brian, years relax. from... Yeah, I'm sure it'll take 40 years from to find a new director, because, you know... The no, Flash no, no, they already have a director. I forget his name. Oh, okay. We've probably talked about it. Uh, Tom Holland confirms that his Spider-Man films will be a trilogy. I mean, which I kind of th- thought now. Duh. Everything is a trilogy, but yeah. let's bring some new villains. Hit me with Kraven the Hunter. That would be awesome. That's cool. Mysterio. Love give it. me something different. Don't, Love it. don't give me another. If you give me another Green Goblin, I'm going to jump out of your window. Because, it, because it's easy. It's joke. Do something new. It's Do something Joker. new. Craven, maybe Craven the Hunter. I think that's who, that would be my number one villain next to see for him. We have well, we have a new one, though. In Homecoming, we do have a new okay, one. Okay, no, I'm, so. I'm thinking two and three. That's because okay, gotcha. we're already getting Vulture and Shocker. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm happy for that to yeah. see Vulture and Michael Keaton's going to kill that role. He's yeah. gonna, he's going to be so goddamn good. That movie's going to. I cannot wait for Homecoming. And I, okay. I, I truly, it's I, coming, man. I, I am truly hyped for this. Is going to be the year, Spider Man, between Homecoming, uh, Infinity War. Um, he was already in Civil War. Yeah, it looks so, good. Dude. And now, and then the game. Like, it's just going to be so great to have a, a proper Spider Man in my life again. Uh, Danny Elfman to compose the Justice League score. The OG, dude. I will always support Danny Elfman. Bravo, brother. Wonder Woman stays number one in the box office this week, while the Mummy mostly flops. You saw it. What'd you think? You know, they said it was a horror movie. It's not a horror movie. Leave your brains at the door. It's a Tom Cruise action movie. You know, it's... It it was okay for the $9 I spent on it. I think it's only at an 18% at Rotten Tomatoes. But I'm pretty sure worldwide it made over budget. 5.9 out of 10 on IMDb with a 34 Metacritic score. You, can you give the... the uh, I don't you know, have the tomatoes. No. But I'm, well, not the, it's 18% on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm saying, uh, do you have the gross... Uh, but I was, 222 million as of 38 minutes ago worldwide. And so they already made over budget. So they, they, they will recoup their money by the time that this ends run. But Wonder Woman's up to 483. It's my girl. But oh. yeah, I mean, hey, it's not, I wouldn't say go see in the theaters. Wait, wait for cable and watch it. No rush. Coming soon. Now, last week we talked about this episode's coming out this Thursday. Like, it's coming out the night we record on the 15th. Last episode, we talked about the stuff coming out on the 16th, like Rough Night and Cars 3 and All Eyes on Me and 47 Meters Down. So coming out the week you're probably listening to this, June 21st and, and beyond, Transformers The Last Night. So you got to go to the theaters again. Pissed. No, I, I have to. You're gonna say, when are you going to see that? Is that day one slash Friday for you, or is that going to be like maybe in a couple I, weeks? It depends if I'm not working. You know, as long as I'm not working or I don't got nothing really to do, mm-hmm. I'll go see it. Uh, then you have The Bad Batch, Tube Light, Ripped. That looks like it has Craig Robinson in it. Is it? Uh, I, don't know, I, it. I don't know. I can't really see it. Uh, and that is it. Oh, Transformers. Dude, there's still big movies out in the theaters. So there are. That Transformers come out, dude, that's... A lot of money being spent. There, There is a ton, ton, ton. Now, I am really quick. I'm just going to go to IGN real quick just in case something was announced in the last two hours that we don't know about that we can have a quick reaction to. I doubt it. 
but we'll see real quick. Because yeah, IGN, they covered the shit out of E3. They sure did. Props to IGN for their E3 coverage. Props to everybody for their for their E3 coverage. But I am... Oh, no wonder. This is... Devil May Cry! I know. <laughs> Dude, I'll, 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 that'll be the end. So IGN's not being uh, kind to me right now. How about the app? Okay, here we go. Uh, Xbox E3 reactions, favorite games of E3, Odyssey, All Eyes on Me review. Tupac Shakur biopic out Friday may be appreciated more by his fans than by newbies. That's the of quick, course. Well, quick if, if you don't know Tupac, you know the Call of Cthulhu's twist on the Lovecraft RPG. Uh, no. uh, I don't see anything that says Virtual Console. Nintendo will support 3DS beyond 2018. That's solid. That's solid. Yeah, not not so much for Switch. Again, I use the word solid. Not so much for (laughs) not so much for Switch owners. Um, They they have a rundown of all the 2018 dates announced, so that's funny. Um, Why we're excited for Dragon Ball Z Fighters? We already know Seven Tricks to Dominate Arms, which is out tomorrow. Injustice Two showing off Red Hood because that's the new DLC they dropped today. So uh, nothing else really. Oh yeah, they they unveiled that there's co-op in Super Mario Odyssey, so that's good. And they're oh they just oh they just revealed uh, the first arms DLC character, Max Brass, a fighter with the ability to permanently change his arms when his health is low, will be free. So very nice. That there you go. There's a piece of news. So that has been it for episode 47 of We Podcast. And we know things. Sam, you're going to New York. Uh, in the next couple days, which is why we have to do the podcast early to go see some piece of shit I've never heard of, David Matthews. Yeah, Dave Matthews and Tim Reynolds Acoustic. That's gonna be nice. Me, Alex, Nick, and Mert. I can't wait. Man, we're, we're, all of us are so excited. Like it, we are probably like little schoolgirls right now. It, it's we're gonna have a great time. I really do. I hope you have a great time up in New York this weekend. And I hope you, you had a great time listening to this our big E three episode. We don't have E three coverage for another year. Next week we plan on having Chris Shriver on the episode to talk about what we didn't get out of E three. We're gonna go through each one of our predictions, see if they came true or not. But that is next week. This is now. Thank you so much for listening to episode forty seven. We cannot wait for you to watch and listen to episode forty eight. We will see you next week. New York, we're coming to get you. Everything broken. Everything broken.